What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. show here on the Woodward Sports Network, also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Good morning. Happy hump day, everyone. What up? <laughs> I am so hyped this morning. You just said that like a psychopath. Oh, I know. I know. I probably am a psychopath, to be honest with you. It's okay. I you know what song I've had well. stuck in my head Uh-oh. since Tell yesterday? Uh-oh. Baby Shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, because we signed DJ Shark, mm-hmm. obviously. And yeah. then, of course, the great people here at Woodward Sports in the back made a uh, spoof video i it's hope they at least Twitter use the account. remix <laughs> it, it's a remix all Good. right and it's it's quite the uh, quite the video <laughs> and i literally can't get it out of my head and i just caught myself randomly like at the toilet last night singing 11 30 at night baby shark you know just nodding my head like here, a freaking five-year-old I don't know what the hell's wrong with Do you need um, Fish to sing you a different song? No, I just, I need therapy, to be honest with you. No, well, we knew that. I so need therapy. Drilled in your head. 100%. Look, I'm willing to admit I have a problem. <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> you know who else doesn't have problems, though? Me. The, no, fish, shut the hell up. <laughs> you for sure have problems. You got sleeping <laughs> problems. I'll tell you who doesn't have problems. Uh, the Detroit Lions right now. They were awarded the highest compensatory pick available. After the Kenny Galladay, uh, I believe he was a restricted free agent, signed with the Giants. The Lions received a high-value compensatory pick. They now officially have pick number 97. Jeff, we're looking at 2, 32, 34, 66, and now 97. Five in the top 100. It's not a conversation anymore. Hell, six in the top 101. Yeah. This team has options. What does it mean for the Lions? And forget maybe the Lions for one moment. What does it tell you about Brad Holmes? Well, this is genius by the Lions. They got a total of um, like three picks, highest available compensatory picks. They got 97 overall. Um, Obviously, they have the 32 and the 34 overall pick. And they were able to get a fifth round pick, 177 overall, and a pick in the sixth round, 217. So it's great. It, It gives the Lions a lot of flexibility, whether it's moving up to get your guy um, you know, you can you can package those picks. It's more than enough, and I love it. They have this type of of uh, you know stockpile going into the draft. It's great and it's amazing, and it tells me a lot about Brad Holmes. He's done all the work in the draft. Like that is that is his his uh, expertise. You can talk about how good of a job he's done in free agency so far, but the man is, is really centered around the draft. He's a former scout, so I'm excited. You got more you got more uh, draft picks, draft capital to be able to to look at these players. And hey, you're you're willing to bring a th- three more guys on you know and and you can use those assets to trade up if you want to so it gives them flexibility that's probably the main thing detroit dabber putting in some perspective this morning uh, on the youtube chat these are the first compensatory picks the lions have received since 2016 look you know what 
the football product on the field, yes, needs to get better. Yes, they need to improve. Yes, they need to win games. But from an organizational standpoint, I have to ask the question this morning. Have you ever been more confident in a group of individuals that are running this organization, that are leading the charge in terms of football operations? Have you ever felt this confident about a GM? And to be honest, I think your answer is no. I don't think you have ever experienced a GM like Brad Holmes. Someone who is patient, ruthless, daring, willing to make moves, willing to accept calls, willing to wheel and deal. And that, that is the quality of a, a GM that you want. You want a GM willing to make moves. And now this morning, we'll get into the draft talk later. Who's going to be available? What the Lions should do? I have all the way till the 28th to figure that out. But I know right now, the best GM in franchise history is a guy that's accomplished nothing, unfortunately. It's Brad Holmes. I'm being serious. And I don't mean he's accomplished nothing in a rude way. He's a year and a half in. And he's already more capable, already smarter, more intellectually capable of handling the responsibilities of a GM. He's been here for less than two seasons. He hasn't even had his second draft yet. And the man has made moves where, you know what, you turn to the left or the right and you look at your buddy and you say, look, whether they got the coach or the quarterback, I know they got a GM. That I know for sure. I know for sure they have a GM that can evaluate talent, that can bring in talent to Detroit, that is able to sign very good team-friendly deals, is able to keep players that you preferably want. And on top of all of that this morning, on top of all of that, you're walking away every single day knowing Brad Holmes has got this. Now, does that mean he gets the head coach right? Does that mean he gets the quarterback right? Well, those are very difficult answers to answer. That's very difficult. Those are very difficult scenarios that you can play out in your head. But what I do know is there's never been a guy in the door, in the building, more capable than Brad Holmes. And he's been here less than 15, 16 months. As much as I want to get frustrated with this organization for what they've subjected this fan base to for 58 years, Jeff, I have to give him credit. Brad Holmes is a home run so far. And, you know, you can talk about the Trinity Benson move, Brashard Perriman. Everybody makes mistakes. Hell, I encourage my GM to make mistakes. Depends how they pivot after As that. long as they're not major ones. Yeah. If they're small mistakes, you give up a six-round pick for Trinity Benson. All right, fine. I don't care. No one even remembers who goes in the sixth round. Nobody cares. Oh, Brashard Perriman. You had to cut him, and then he went and caught one touchdown pass for the Buccaneers. Oh, my God. If those are your problems with Brad Holmes, great. Thank God. Because you're not complaining about his draft picks. You're not complaining about his ability to re-sign players. I am extremely on board with what the hell is going on with Brad Holmes. This guy is a diamond in the rough. And you have to remember, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. 
when the Detroit Lions were first interviewing for GMs and head coaches, the name Brad Holmes didn't circulate until pretty late. Early on, it was, oh, are they going after the premier names, right? Ed Dodds. You know, are they going for the guy out of Buffalo? Are they going for the guy out of Indianapolis? Are they going for the guy out of Kansas City? Oh, uh, no. Um, there's a s evaluator, a talent director in Los Angeles that we feel really good in. And credit to the Lions for bringing him in into the door. Yeah, doing their due diligence. That's how it's done. And you know what? You guys obviously know I'm not one to give credit at all. It takes a No, seriously. Like, it takes a lot. You have to really prove it for me to compliment you. And the fact that I'm talking about a GM, the way I'm talking about Brad Holmes, less than 15, 16 months in? I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Never in my life have we ever talked about a coach or GM in this town as capable as Brad Holmes. Ever. You saw what he did last year in the draft. You have the possibility with your first five picks to draft five starters. You have that guy doing it. Yeah. You got to feel good, Jeff. Exactly. And you know what? Kind of it is an underrated point of this whole thing. It doesn't get credit away from Brad Holmes, but guys like Chris Spielman, guys like John Dorsey that are also uh, around Brad Holmes giving him advice. It's, it's a group effort, but more so it, it is Brad Holmes. I mean, what he's been able to do in the draft, if he's able to find four or five guys that can play right away, I'll be good with it, and I think he'll do just that. So anybody should be excited for it. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Maddie. I want your thoughts. I, I really never have never had the opportunity to ask you. Get, take me back to your original thoughts on the Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell hire, more so Brad Holmes, and what were your expectations? And then walk me now 15, 16 months later. Are you wowed? Are you, oh, he's above expectations? Or are you kind of in the middle? Where, where are you at this morning? Sure. So I think like a lot of Lions fans, I didn't have any expectations because we've just been disappointed and disappointed and let down and let down over and over and over again. So where I stood, I was like, oh, great. We, you know, we got another hire. I didn't think too much about it because I don't really care who you hire as long as you do what you're supposed to do. And I think that he's definitely exceeded expectations for me because, well, one, I didn't have any, and two, he's actually done something, and he's done more for this Lions team than, and like you said, anybody else has. So I, I know I was talking to somebody the other day that I work with, and I was like, for some reason, I just have this like feeling of comfort and feeling of hope for the first time for the Lions. So I think that's, you know, that's where I'm at with that. And I, <clears throat> and I think the ironic part of it, the last 12 years we've had the quarterback, and this year, Brad doesn't have the quarterback. He's unsure of his own quarterback. So it's, it's just ironic to see our greatest GM come from probably the worst time in the last 12 years yep. of the franchise. So credit, credit to Brad Holmes. All credit to Brad Holmes. It's a credit, uh, honestly. And look, the, the whole, whole We're talking office. about an organization that has failed for the longest time. And I think there's a misconception in this town. And maybe it's not a misconception anymore. Maybe it's just the reality that You've never been able to put this team around your arms and watch them develop, watch them grow. It's always been they gave you a moment, and then they failed when the time was uh, when the opportunity was there, and mm -hmm. then they went back into the gutter. Always, always happened. They win their first playoff game, they get stomped in that championship game. 
They win the division, first round exit. Win the division, first round exit. First place, fourth place. First place, fourth place. And then you get into the 2000s, it's some of the worst football we've ever seen. But it allows you to draft in Dominican Sue, Calvin Johnson, Matthew Stafford. Still don't do much with it. Yeah. Jim Schwartz comes in. You you kind of put him around your shoulders. Or excuse me, you yeah, you, you kind of wrapped your arm around Jim Schwartz. Tough year one, tough year two. Matthew Stafford finally healthy. They go 10-6, and six, but then they regress. So the second they give you a glimmer of hope, they fall back to the gutter. Jim Caldwell comes in. Six games over 500 his first year. You know what he finished his career in Detroit with? He was 11-5 and five year one. He finished four games over 500 in the following three seasons. Now, it wasn't the gutter, but it wasn't anything special. And this town has never had anything special since that 91 playoff win. It's just a playoff win. It's not even a, a championship game. It's <laughs> win. It's not even we got to the suit. Nothing. And this morning, you're feeling more and more confident about the direction this man has taken this football team. And I think it's fair to question moves. I think it's absolutely fair to criticize. But you can do that knowing this guy is making the best decisions possible for this football team. Now, does he make a huge mistake at number two or 32 or 34? Look, I can't predict the future. I try my best. But if he does, okay, how does he recover? Or does it just set them back? The Jeff Okuda thing was... The, the knife in the back for that regime. It was done, overdusted, the moment that pick happened. Now, hopefully this kid shows you something, something, but that's not Brad Holmes' problem anymore. The, the direction this football team is heading in gives me confidence. Does Brad Holmes have the ability to change how well they play on Sundays or how well they practice? Maybe not. But he can offer and provide the head coach of that football team town. And it's the head coach's responsibility to win you football games. And I've alluded to this a lot recently. If Dan Campbell is the guy in Detroit, he will win you football games. If Dan Campbell is the guy you believe him to be, I want to see 7 to 10 wins this season. I'm not, as, I'm not even asking a lot. I'm giving you the floor of 7, and I'm okay with that. Knowing that year three, I can put you under the fire. But I want to see seven to ten wins. You have a damn good roster coming in. And depending on the draft, guys, it may be a young roster. It may be. But you're going to be able to win some football games, especially with that schedule. That schedule has a huge part to it. And I think it's exactly what this team needed to kickstart their quote-unquote culture rebuild. They did it in the building. Now they need to do it on the football field. Got to win games. Maddie? Yes, we definitely have to win games. Um, speaking of teams who aren't winning games, the Pistons and the Red Wings last night. Uh, but we'll talk about that when we get back from break. Before we go, we need to hear about Planet Fitness. The official studio sponsors of the Woodward Sports Network. Planet Fitness, your home of a judgment-free zone. Sign up today, zero down, $10 a month. Tell them Woodward Sports sent you. Visit them at planetfitness.com or any of their local Metro Detroit locations. Your fitness is essential, ladies and gentlemen. Go to the gym. It's so important. That stress reliever, that 30 minutes, 40 minutes, hour away from this crazy life we live is all you need 
to keep your mental and physical health in shape. Take it seriously. Take your fitness seriously. Again, that's Planet Fitness. We'll see you guys right after the break. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get when you mix fresh, juicy, hormone-free chicken with our savory signature sauces? The best damn wings you've ever had. Wing Snob Traditional Wings. Try our Jamaican Jerk or Lemon Pepper and we toss them to perfection. When your wings are this good, it's easy to be a snob. Order online at wingsnob.com today. Wing Snob, we just have better wings. Woodward Sports is here to change the game. On March 21st at 9 a.m., we have a big announcement. The Morning Woodward Show will never be the same. We all need tans around here. It's a little bit cold here in Metro Detroit. I know Fish definitely needs a tan, just like Jeff. Chili Peppers Tanning is where you're going to get the best tans. They have the cleanest salons in the D with spotless sanitized rooms and trained certified tanning professionals. Join the Pepper Club today. They beat all competitors' pricing by $5. I'm in the Pepper Club. You definitely won't regret it. Don't forget to pick up Australian Gold, Designer Skin, Caltan, and Swedish Beauty Lotions. Chili Peppers Tanning, that's where you'll find the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, and the darkest tans. Guys, we got to talk about some games last night. Not so many good things happening. Cade Cunningham didn't play last night, but the Pistons hung in there for a really long time. Yeah, which honestly, to my surprise, I, I, I listen, I'll call my own BS out. I was on the show yesterday. I did say... This would be the, where the honeymoon ends, and they get absolutely <laughs> blown to pieces. I was completely wrong. They, they were missing Cade Cunningham. They're missing Hamadou Diallo. They still went out there and competed with a starting backcourt of Corey Joseph and Rodney Magruder. So mm -hmm. that's what impressive teams do. You know, next man up. That's the mentality. And you saw it with the Miami Heat. You know, they struggled early in the game. Pistons were playing a great first three quarters. But like a lot of the narrative this year, they collapsed in the fourth quarter. And the Pistons recently just won three straight for the first time this season. Now they've lost four, four straight. So, listen, I, I don't know if this was planned um, secretly by the Illuminati because Cade, if you, don't, <laughs> if you think about it, Cade, um, he's, he missed last game due to sickness. He might miss the Orlando Magic game. And if we lose to Orlando Magic, 
we moved to the second best odds for that number, that top three pick or that number one overall pick. So I'm good with it, honestly. At this point, it's late in the season. The Pistons have shown us enough flashes, at least at this point. They competed last night with no mans out there. They had Jeremy Grant playing his ass off, but still, you couldn't stop Tyler Hero. I mean, the guy was cooking last night, and I'm here, the best team in the East. Like, I'll take this. Like, 98 to 105 to the best team in the, in the East. I know Jimmy Butler went down, of course, but still, like, they got a very good roster, well-coached team. And I thought Dwayne Casey and the Pistons, they, they showed up, although they, they fell short. I didn't mind what I saw. I mean, you gave up 37 points in the fourth quarter. There you go. That, that's probably why you lost. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I, I mean, I'll take it. Without Cade Cunningham, I'm, I'm shocked they performed this good. Isaiah Livers? Can we give a shout-out to Isaiah Livers? Second-round pick, didn't play really at all this year. Comes out and hits five threes. Like, what? I'll take it. Troy Weaver, talk about Brad Holmes, Troy Weaver. These guys, fine. Talent evaluation is off the charts, man. So I'm excited um, for this season to kind of close and end. I'm excited for the draft because if you're going to find guys like Saban Lee and Isaiah Livers, I'm a part of the ride. I, I enjoy it. So last night was great. Um, even though they lost, I think you yeah. can take a lot of positive things from it. I know we've all been pulling the Cade Cunningham for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Do you think him missing these games, though, is going to hurt that? I hate to hey yeah, hate to break it, but yeah, honestly, maybe. I talked about it earlier, and I said I wouldn't have a problem if Evan Mobley won. This was weeks ago because I said Cade has missed games, so I'll understand if Mobley wins the award simply because he's been more healthy, even though that's the only argument you have. Literally. Now that he's hurt again <laughs> or he's, in, he's sick and he's going to miss some games, I wouldn't be surprised. The NBA is how – that's how they work. They're probably going to award the guy who's been more healthy. Now, should it be like that? I don't know. But, again, it, Kate will probably be off by, like, 10, 12 games, and, and they'll mm -hmm. make the decision. But, again, it was a great game, um, great performance, really, by the Pistons, and I'll take it. I'll take any performance like that. You go up against the best team in the East, down two guys, and Jeremy Grant was out there doing everything, trying to do everything. Um, I'll take it. It was a great, great display of what we've wanted to see from the Pistons all year. They were getting blown out. A whole lot in the beginning of the year. And now towards the end of the season, you're starting to see that competitiveness we saw last year without Cade. And there you have it. No Cade last night. No Hamid Diallo. They showed up to play. So I want to bring it. this up to you real quick because speaking of the NBA, we've had several players. I mean, Kyrie dropped 60 last night. Crazy. LeBron's been dropping 50 all over the place. KD dropped 50. We had another 60. Carl um, Anthony Thomas. Like The league is in an insane place right now. Why? Uh, dude, I, uh, in a shout out to Spencer. He called the, the Ant Carl Anthony Town 60 point game. He called it. He literally sat on the, the Woodward betting show yesterday, I think, or two days ago, talking about who his pick of the night was. He picked Carl Anthony Towns. The guy goes for 60. So, shout out to Spencer. But in the NBA, I don't know. It, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I, I love it. This is what, you know, I love about the NBA is, is like LeBron James, for example. You can hate him all you want, but the last player to average uh, the career high of a player in his, you know, 19th season is 14 points. <laughs> He's averaging 29, 30 points a game. Like, he is, he is defining the odds. So, anytime you get to see greatness like that, it, it's, it's absolutely it's amazing. Like, it, you'll never see a guy like LeBron James or guys like Kyrie. He's the most skilled player of all time, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Most skilled player. He can do everything. And then KD is freaking KD. Like, what are you going to – that guy is a walking bucket. So, the NBA, you know, as much flag as I do give it in the regular season, um, these 60-point performances are why you tune in. Like, back when Kobe was, had that streak of 30, 40-point games, like, this is why you tune in to, to watch these guys get buckets. So, last night by the Pistons, they got the Magic next. Now, do I want them to lose to the Magic secretly? Yes. <laughs> lose to the Magic, I don't give a damn at this point. You, you competed, you showed me enough. Now, I'm just kind of looking for the draft. You got a handful of games left in the season, and I'm not going to sit here and, and say... You know, get me pissed off that they threw last night's game. I mean, it was, in, it was inevitable. 
the Miami Heat are, are just a different level right now. They're trying to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and NBA Finals. So different different levels. Different levels to this. There's levels to this. And the Pistons, they're learning. So I love it. Yeah. Um, and, I thought they played great last night. So. They did. And a lot of people, that's the product we want to see. And speaking of product we want to see, definitely wasn't what I saw out of the wings last night. No. Actually, they gave up <laughs> I don't know what goals. you saw. No, man. No, Grice, Grice and that was amazing <laughs> last night. What are you guys talking about? He faced six shots. He gave up three goals. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> That's crazy. He had an unbelievable game. <laughs> That's crazy. He played what? Not even ten minutes. Gave up three goals. Unbelievable. Such a good goalie. Hey, at least he didn't score on himself. <laughs> I mean, That's true. That, that would have been that kind of nail rude. breaker right there. Sorry, I'm a little rude this morning. Hey, I mean, Belkovich actually played well. It, it doesn't go on his. Uh, doesn't go on the score sheet as an own goal. So you know, he'll be happy. Not really, but. What does that mean, Fish? Nadelkovich's own goal that he scored, it doesn't go on the sheet of the Nadelkovich own goal. It goes on as the, because it's hockey, it goes on as the closest player to the puck. So whoever the closest, was it Wild they played last night? Whoever the closest Wild player was to the puck got credited with the goal. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Look, the Wings were still somehow able to claw back, make it a competitive game up until the end. Mm -hmm. Connor McDavid mm -hmm. is unbelievably talented. My God. I mean, there's just Connor McDavid and a nice gap between everybody else in the league. He is so damn good. But you know what? Luke Strayman got on the board. Mo Sider got another point. Goaltending again wasn't the best, especially in the beginning. But you know what? Nadelkovic came in, only gave up two goals. Well, excuse me. No, he gave up three goals on 25 attempts. Not bad. I mean, it's, it's not great, but it is the Edmonton Oilers, and they are extremely talented. Evander Kane, two goals. It was a long night. It was a tough game to watch. It really was. But you know what? Again, they clawed. Uh, they uh, they called back. Wow, I'm like losing my mind. Sorry, fish. Clawed back. They clawed back. I don't. I don't know why <laughs> it's like so hard this morning. I don't know what the hell is going on. But to that point, Connor McDavid is just unbelievable. Edmonton are so lucky to have him. And hopefully, you know, maybe a Lucas Raymond can take that next step. Does he have the skill set? Probably not. He's more of a goal scorer, but it'd be nice one day to have what Edmonton has in Connor McDavid. Sooner than later, preferably, <laughs> but we'll see how, uh, how that plays off. There's that kid in the minors. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with him. Soderblom, 6'7", forward. Um, he skates like a 6'7 guy shouldn't. And the goal he scored the other day was ridiculous. He basically took it from his end to the opposing team's end, skated around the goalie, pulled off a few moves, deked a few defenders, snapped it home, and nobody helped him. He took it from beginning to end. Like, holy hell. Holy hell. Wings have some great prospects coming up. I'm excited. I really am. Who gets? Who wins the Calder Trophy? Uh, Cider. Okay, good. Still not even close. That's probably my pick. No one's even close to him right now. Cider. Soderblom is going to be really, I think, pretty good. Can he be really good or special? Who knows? But 6'7"? You can't teach. That's ridiculous. I'm not even six feet. How do they grow this this bit? How? How are people this tall? That man on skates is Jack and the Beanstalk, man. Like... It's like a family accomplishment in my family that I'm 5'11". <laughs> I swear to God. That's, that's me as well. Except we have a 13-year-old now in the family who's 6'3". Makes no sense. Starting point guard. 
My parents, short and short. The last child, Andre the Giant. Makes no sense. <laughs> Imagine going up to your younger sibling. Hey, how are you doing today? Not fun. Pats you on the head. Little brothers you. Unbelievable. All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk more about Brad Holmes, especially this specific offseason. Jeff and I are going to give our grades for Brad Holmes on each signing they've made in free agency or the re-signing period. But, no. Maddie, before we go. Yes, before we go, we do need to hear about the Fulling Warehouse. Yes, well, the Fulling Warehouse is the place where I like to enjoy football and polling like they're look at this look at this picture you can do both of them uh it's the best game you can enjoy with your friends your co-workers it does not matter you can host your corporate party team building event or you can just come in with your family and friends they have two ways to play at fulling they have the ten dollar unlimited open play where you can stay the whole time they are open or they have the private lane reservation which is 120 dollars for up to 10 people for two hours they have over 100 different beers also their two dollar mystery beer machine and all as well as multiple full bars. So get you and your friends over there. You bring the food or you can have it delivered in. Come get your full on. Check it out at fullingwarehouse.com. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. We're Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Take care of big shots. Oh, excuse me, it goes down! Think you can make the big shots? Washington fires, and hits! Sports wants to send you to the finals for college basketball April 2nd through the 4th in New Orleans. That's right, you and a friend in the Big Easy. We'll take care of the airfare, hotel, and tickets to see the finals for college basketball. Listen Monday through Friday to the Morning Woodward Show. Big D Energy. And the bottom line for your chance to qualify. If you can make the big shots, you and a friend are getting out of the cold in New Orleans. Got it. Keep listening and watching for your next chance to win. Powered by Planet Fitness, Cintron, and the Sports Marketing Agency. And it's over! Anything can happen in March! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Guys, you want to start grading Brad Holmes for us, please? I mean, I can't I, with you I'll tell today. you what. Let's start player by player. All right? Okay. Grade the Alex Anzalone re-signing. 
I think it's like one a, year deal. I'm gonna give him like a B, B plus. I, I like it. I mean, it's something flashy, but again, like this is a guy that you had to bring back. He was your former captain of the team last year, a guy that you know, a big voice in the locker room, and, and a guy that Dan Campbell and, and Brad Holmes really do like. So, anytime you get a, a GM like Brad Holmes able to bring the guys he likes back, um, guys that were solid contributors for us last year, I mean, you get a you get a good grade. But I'm not gonna say A. I mean, obviously he's not. You know, Miles Jack, or he's not a Bobby Wagner, but Alex Anzalone's solid, so I'm gonna give him a B, B plus for that. Yeah, one. I'm with you on the, on the B grade. You bring back a team captain. Yeah, you want leadership in that locker room. You get, you want a guy bought into Dan Campbell leading that football team, and I think Alex Anzalone on defense is a good captain. He's a he's a good player. Yeah, he's not special, but he's good. He does the job, and you're likely going to draft a linebacker this upcoming draft. So there's no reason why I should not like the move of having Alex Anzalone on a one-year deal. I, yeah. I don't have an issue with it at all. Jeff, give me a grade for C.J. Moore. C.J. Moore, I, I'd probably go something similar. Maybe I'll go a little lower because C.J. Moore might not get as much playing time. I'll give him like a C. I mean, this is a guy that they were fond of. He played a lot of special teams last year. He, he played actually a whole lot considering all the injuries we had. So this is what I talked about. I, I preached depth this offseason I preached getting guys so you don't have to go look for them when you need them and, and CJ Moore is one of those guys so he provides depth in that secondary he, he gives them um, uh, just a, a fierce competitor in special teams and honestly for the price they got him at it's not it's not flashy like they just able to again keeping guys that you needed to keep and, and CJ Moore is that dude he's rotational he's depth nothing special I'll give him a C all right he's okay signing Josh Reynolds to a two-year contract I like it. A. I'm gonna give this one an A, just because it's it's a need. They needed to. They need depth in that wide receiver room. They need veteran leadership. And I know Josh Reynolds, you know, isn't even 30 yet. But again, I mean, look at the wide receiver room. There are a lot of young guys in there. Amon Ra, Quintez. So it, it gives them, you know, a, a sense a guy who not only Josh or excuse me, Jared Goff's comfortable with, but a guy who performed really well. And, and you saw the offense kind of take a turn last year when we acquired him. So. I'm going to give Josh Reynolds an A. I think it's, a, it's not, a, again, not a flashy deal. You get him for two years, $12 million with incentives, but it was a move that had to be done. I'm going to give this an A as well because of the keyword you mentioned earlier, comfort. The rapport he has with Jared Goff, I think, is more important than anything outside of his skill set. The fact that Jared Goff can trust a Josh Reynolds on comeback routes, on right. play action underneath routes, that is a guy... I'm interested in seeing develop throughout the year. Is he a home run signing? No, absolutely not. But given what you're signing him for, I think it's an abso absolutely an A. Extending Jack Fox. Oh, I love it. A A A A A A plus. A, A, A plus. That, that guy. Is... Even though that punter out of San Diego State, my oh, he's God, bombs, he's got yeah. a leg. He, he's kicking bombs. He right. hits nukes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a punter hit it that far. And be able to the, control how it bounces back. These kids are built different nowadays. They're coming out He's hitting special. Nukes. He's going to be a great punter in the but, NFL. But, Jake Fox, you're, you were arguably our most valuable player last year just because you're looking at the roster. So, give me Jack Fox. Probably the best punter in football. Give, give me an right. A+++. Plus, 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 we, plus. we have to bring up the recent one. Tracy Walker, three-year deal. For what he got paid? I love it. You saw Marcus Williams sign the deal he signed yesterday. Five years, $70 million. Like, that's... That's top-tier safety money, and I know Tracy Walker isn't a top-tier safety, but he very well could have asked for more money. He had a, he had a breakout season, and we get him for three years for $25 million, and, and I think it's $17 million guaranteed, so the salary is... I think it's a very good contract. Great, great and we contract. look at the Marcus Williams contract, Detroit Lions fans, I know you may be frustrated with it, and we'll get to it maybe a little later, but what you need to understand about the Marcus Williams deal is, where is he going? Baltimore. 
Detroit, you're not a winning situation right yeah. now. They you haven't proven it. So until you do, it's tough for me to go all in and say, yeah, let's pay a Marcus Williams. Hell, I could even argue paying on a five-year deal for Allen Robinson would have been a disaster. Now, was it, if it was a three-year deal, I don't care anymore. It's hypothetical at this point. It's never going to happen. They got Chark happy with that. But that brings me to my next signing. DJ Chark. I'm assuming you're giving this an A+. Plus. Yes, because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm self-centered and I called it. So. <laughs> well, at least someone's self-aware I'm, I'm, selfish. I'm selfish, so I'm going A+. Plus just because, I, I, again, it, it goes about fit. And they, we're preaching all offseason. We need a big body receiver. We need someone who can take the top off. And listen, I don't even know what DJ Chark's going to give us this season. But from an outside point of view and, and just looking at it in retrospect, uh, retrospect, I like it. I really do. He fits what they needed. And they got him for a one-year prove-it deal, non-committal, like – Brad Holmes, you're a genius. I'm going to give this a B plus. He is coming off a serious injury. I don't mind the deal. It's a one-year deal, $12 million, 10 guaranteed. I'm not concerned. The only way this looks or ends up being a, eh, that was really bad, is if he just doesn't suit up for 50% yeah. of the year. He's injured or something. Yeah. So that's year. the only way the signing doesn't work out. So I'm going to give it a B plus because of the possible concerns that come along with it. The final... Signing I want to discuss. Khalif Raymond. He got a two-year deal. And I want your opinion on not only Khalif Raymond, but what that means for the Detroit Lions in the draft. Are they still in a viable position to select a wide receiver at 32 or 34? Yes, I, I do think so. And the reason for that is you have Khalif Raymond right now for a two-year deal. Khalif Raymond isn't going to be your number one, two, or three, probably. He's a, he's a depth guy. He's going to be on special teams a whole lot. And that's where his value is seen. With the Lions right now, you have Amon Ra under contract. You have Josh Reynolds under contract. Quintez, for a more a longer period of time, you have him under contract. The rest, like DJ Shark, it's a one-year committal with him. You don't even know what happens beyond next year. So, yes, they do need to take a wide receiver, I think, in the first three picks. If you, if you think your guy's going to be there late, then I don't have a problem sliding. Brad Holmes knows, obviously, more than me in that area. So, last year, they were able to get their guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, in the fourth round. Maybe you can do something similar to that this year. But if there's a wide receiver that falls to him within those first three picks and he feels like that guy can be a, a right-away contributor, you got to draft him. So, that, that's my opinion on it. But, again, if they went defense and they took a wide receiver in the fourth, fifth, I got no issue with him. I think Raymond's no a, solid, a solid keep, punt returner mainly. You get security there. Special teams, I think, underrated. So I get a little comfort there. I'll give it a C plus. I'm not going anywhere near a B, B minus. I don't think that's the great. It's an okay move. It's yeah, a two-year deal. It, the money's not overly uh, expensive. It's not too committal. I don't mind it at all. And, of course, the last signing, Charles Harris. Two-year deal. A guy that got, what, seven and a half sacks last year. He brings experience to your defensive uh, front. You've released Trey Flowers. You're keeping... Charles Harris, you're likely to uh, draft a top-tier edge rusher with one of your first three picks, preferably the second one. And here we go. Mm. And here we go. This is this is time for the Lions. I'm going to give the Charles Harris signing a B. It's a solid B because he offers veteran presence, leadership to an extent, and I get consistency at least on one side of the edge. Right. That's kind of how I feel about it as well. Like a B would be fair. I mean, Charles Harris had his first breakout season, uh, former first-round pick, but still, I loved what they were able to get him at. Two years, $14 million, kind of a discount considering, you know, the, the production, and it's only one year. But again, depth, leadership, a guy who can get after the quarterback, say yes to all of them. So I'll take it for $14 million for two years. Again, non-committal, but you still bring back a, a solid contributor. So I'll take it.
I'm happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see what happens moving forward. I'm not sure there's many moves left for them to make outside of selecting players in the draft. And the Lions are in a in a rebuild, but I think they're ahead of where I think you maybe would have expected them to be come this time of uh, the year. The coaching got better as the season ended. But the final grade I'm going to ask, and I already know the answer to this. I know it's an A++++, Jeff. I know it is. <laughs> what do we make of the promotion of Ben Johnson? I think more than a grade because, again, like you said, a grade could be an A++. And we've spoken on it before. Like The promotion of Ben Johnson gives me hope. It really does. And we could look at it from a general manager perspective with Brad Holmes. But bringing in Ben Johnson or promoting him tells me that the organization not only – uh, knows what they're building from the inside. They know the staff they have, and, and hopefully that'll be a guy like Aubrey Pleasant as well. If Aaron Gren leaves, that can be a, 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 the next defensive coordinator. And with Ben Johnson, we always knew he was qualified. We just didn't know how much of a chance or if any chance that Dan would give Ben the opportunity. And clearly he has, and he ran with it. So I love it. Not going out and hiring a Matt Nagy, not going out and hiring a Pep Hamilton. Whoever it was, they stayed pat, and they took someone they were already comfortable with, a guy that a lot of people were trying to hire. And Dan's not an idiot. He saw that. Zach Taylor spoke about it. So I, I love it for a leadership move. It, it tells me that Dan understands that you don't have to go out and find the next guy. You might even have him in your own building, and they did just that, Adam. So it, it tells me a lot about this regime that maybe we had never seen in past regimes. So and it's great. No, absolutely. It. And you know what, guys? Yeah, you can talk to me about a 313-1 football team. I think that's very fair, and there was nobody – more critical, I think, this season than me, especially at the start. Oh, and eight, it was pathetic. But Dan Campbell, to his credit, made a big call, a big change. Set Anthony Lynn back, took over play calling. Ben Johnson got more involved. You saw the offense get better and better and better. And by the end of the season, all the talk was on Ben Johnson. And what they do? See, what a typical Lions regime would have done is. They would have hired an offensive coordinator, and Ben Johnson would have gone on to be an offensive assistant somewhere else. But no, 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 no. This football team, this football culture, this football organization right now is operating at a pretty decent level. Now, has it brought success? Has it brought divisions? Has it brought playoff wins? No, it hasn't, Detroit. But they're doing the things necessary to get there. Promoting Ben Johnson is a home run. You don't believe me? Go look at Sean McVay's previous three assistant slash offensive coordinators. They spend one year, one year, as an assistant or two. They get the OC job. Boom, they get a head job. Uh, excuse me, a head coaching job. Not bad. Not bad of a gig. And Dan Campbell, to me, feels like a guy that's going to give opportunities to those he brings in and allow them to explore new opportunities and grow in their career and that is a very good working environment for coaches but but not only that if he recognizes and whoever it is isn't doing a good job he's willing to cut ties Absolutely. and i love that he's not willing like if ben was a disaster this year he wouldn't just be like all right we'll ride yeah, it well, out self-awareness is a big part of this game right? if you're matt patricia mm -hmm. you know if, if i'm matt patricia and we just lost to the sam darnold rookie jets <laughs> i I take the revolver back to Allen Park and, I, you know, I get rid of myself because clearly I don't know a lick about football. But that's just me being self-aware. Absolutely. And you have Dan Campbell in the room who I think is truly self-aware. 
Now, again, does that mean he can coach football? No, it doesn't. Does that mean he can win you big-time games? No, it doesn't. But you're confident in the moves that are being made and the direction to the point where even if Dan Campbell doesn't work out, even if Dan Campbell doesn't work out, you're going to have the ability to bring in someone else to a pretty talented roster and move on. But if he does work, well, Detroit, you know what that looks like. That's going to look like 10, 11, 12 wins, some division titles, playoff runs, home playoff games. That's your expectation. And with Dan, it's a big year. The schedule's never been easier. You got to take advantage of it. Give me seven to 10 wins. I think that's a fair ask. My last question to you, Jeff. Are my expectations for this football team too much this year? Oh, absolutely not. you got to have expectations. That's the problem with this city for a while is, is lowering your expectations, o being okay with 7-9, 7-9. Like, that's the problem. Now, if they come out and win seven games this year, great. If they come out next year and win six games, not good. Like, that's you want to see that progression. And, and so far, you're, you're hopeful, but absolutely not, Adam. You, you, not only you, but all Lions fans need to have these type of expectations. you got to hold people accountable. Like, that, that's, that's the bottom line. I know we could fall in love with the guy, the head coach, the quarterback. But, again, like, it's, 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 an, it's what has to be done. you got to do it. So, I, I have no problem with it. I'm predicting seven, eight wins probably next year. And if they don't hit it, we'll be back up here talking about it. So, can't wait. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. And, again, I just want to reiterate, I truly believe Brad Holmes is doing a very good job so far. And I think he is the most competent and the most capable GM this franchise has ever had in the 58 years the Fords have owned this football team. And that's sad because he hasn't accomplished anything yet. And it's sad because he's only been here less than two years. And they have a losing record. But you feel more confident about him than you have about anyone else. That's sad. Sad and exciting. Hopefully this is a new chapter for the Detroit Lions. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. They have a lot of work to do. But Maddie, please, before we go. Yes, before we go, we need to hear about our friends at the Sports Marketing Agency. Yes, well, our friends at SMA has been leveraging pro athletes and other notables for over a decade against the issues around mental health and substance use disorder. Now, with the help of NFL alumni, Sean Jordan, our friend, has been able to save lives and take a stand against these issues. So soon coming to Woodward Sports is the Sports Marketing Agency podcast called This is the F-Word Series on Fentanyl. If you are struggling with substance abuse or mental health, they're here to help. Please go to thesportsma.com and let them know Woodward Sports sent you. of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari and for over 20 years I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more. From large luxury homes to starter homes, we will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Our sports. We just wish they'd love us back. Detroit Sports for Detroit Sports fans. Woodward Sports.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Adam just left us, but it's fine. We don't need him. It's mock draft time. We're taking a look at y'all's mock drafts that you sent over to us. If you do have one, send it on over. We'll try to get it up here today. But let's take a look at the first one. Yeah, let's do it. Throw it up. Who do we got first? Um, Okay, so this is this is by my guy. Wait, let me see. Let me just check the name. I got to give credit to where credit is due. Is this Joe Ferris, I believe? Okay, so Joe Thank on you. Twitter sent me this one, uh, which I'm actually a fan of. He, he kind of had identical draft than, than really me. I think last time I did this draft, I had like the first same five picks, which is great. I love this draft. Um, you're still able to find Tyquan Thornton. <laughs> you, I mean, listen, three wide receivers probably isn't ideal. I, 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 maybe I can't get on board with that, but definitely your first four I love. You got Aiden Hutchinson. You probably could have taken the safety 32 and waited for Jahan Dotson, but again, doesn't matter. I mean, you get the fifth-year option. You chose Jahan. Um, Brian Esamoa in the, in the third round. I, I like Brian Esamoa. Obviously, you've got A's and B-pluses for those evaluations, but Christian Harris in the third, I love it still. You're able to address, honestly, wide receiver at two different types of wide receiver, which I love, two different, very different play styles. And then you have Zion McCollum, cornerback. Okay, uh, I like it. A-plus for that one. PFF likes it for great. And then Jelani Woods, that's a guy that I've always been taking late sixth in the sixth round, if not seven. And, and that's kind of the side end I love. I mean, six, seven, crazy athletic, someone who could play next to TJ Hawkinson, whether it's offensively or just out there run blocking. I love it. And yeah, I mean, Taekwon, I love that you got really arguably the fastest man ever in the combine. But again, we got to chill on the wide receivers. We got three wide yeah. receivers in this draft and probably only one of them will see playing time. <laughs> I think Christian Watson might a little bit too, but um, Tyrese Robinson, a tackle in the seventh. Uh, I don't mind it. I like it. I like the value. Um, Who's mock drafted? The, uh, this is, is jo- this? Our, our guy Joe Ferris from Twitter. Joe Ferris? He took three wide receivers, which is kind of tough. I mean, Joe I, Ferris, uh, you got to lay off the pipe. This <laughs> <laughs> team does not need Jahan Dotson at 32 <laughs> and Christian Watson at 101. I prefer you take one of them, not both. I like the linebacker, love the safety, love the edge rusher. I love the corner out of Sam Houston State. Don't mind the tight end. I think you need to get one just to back up TJ Hawkinson. I got Tyquan Thornton, why are you drafting a wide receiver? <laughs> Dominic Robinson, all right. It's a seventh-round edge rusher. I, I don't really care. Seventh-round tackle. I'm, I'm not too I'm not too upset about it. Shout-out to Lions Talk with Mike or Mike in the chat. Guys, check out Mike or Mike's YouTube page if you haven't already. But what the hell is this mock draft? I'm deeply offended. 
Lay off the pipe, Joe. Joe Ferris, right? Joe Ferris, thank you for your submission. Lay off the pipe, my friend, please. Yeah, it is Joe Ferris. I, I, I'm being serious. I'm, I care about you. We, we are not taking three wide receivers. Please, redo this. I expect better from you, Joe. Yeah. God damn it. Three is a little What's too much. What's the next one? And uh, who's it from? Don't, don't do that, Alex. This guy, I wish you guys could see what you I see. You can do whatever you want. Let's get shot of fish. We're going to move on. We're going to move us. on. We're going to move on. Uh, who's this from? I'd like to know. I want answers. Come on, Maddie. God Hold damn. on! I'm God getting it together. So they they kind of reach for Nick Cross. I mean, I, I don't think. Well, let's start. Let's start at two. Yeah, let's Aiden go. Hutchinson. Carson's... That is a good pick. Happy yes. with that. All right. This Kyrie is interesting. Elam. I'm not a fan. I would have preferred <laughs> Jaquan Brisker or Louis Sign. Yeah, Louis Sign. Excuse went corner. me. Corner. Okay. At safety, I'm I'm Brian... not a fan of taking a corner in the first round. I just don't think it's necessary. Akuda back. Ify. Awarie. Oh, whoever's email is dschulert at gmail.com. Dschuler. <laughs> so far, I want to strangle you for that cornerback pick at 32. Linebacker at 34. I, I don't... Meh. Not a fan of. That's a reach. Carson Strong. Yeah, he reached, I don't mind it. I feel like he reached for a lot of people, even though I, I respect it. But Carson in the third. Brian yeah, in the second. PFF, early second, Brian. PFF Esimor. gave you a B plus, man. I give you an F minus. <laughs> Like, this is really bad. Carson and Nick should be like. This is really bad. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. I don't mind Nick Cross. Like I like certain players on the board. I hate picks thirty-two and thirty-four. I hate pick sixty-six. Jesse Lukita out of Penn State. I feel like that's fine. I, whatever. I don't mind. That's like the, I don't mind the picks after that. I don't mind Jelani Woods. I, I don't mind them, but Mar whatever. F minus. F minus. Do we have another one? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to rip everybody's mark. Don't, don't you think that's a little harsh? His no. first wide receiver was in the sixth round. I I, I respect it, but I can't agree I, with that. I don't respect it. No, I don't care. F-minus. Respect the balls. Get the hell out of here. You have to put that All right, up. do we have more? Yes, no, maybe so? Awesome. Oh, wow. Who did Ew. this? This. Who did this? this I want to name. No, nobody say a word. <laughs> nobody say a damn word. I want to know who sent this. He's hold. I am holding. I want to know who. If you're in the chat right now, and this is your mock draft. Detroit Greg 313. Detroit Greg 313. Fuck you. <laughs> you motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. You, you said Jeff fucking Akuda idiot. at three? What about McDuffie at two? <laughs> he went up one pick and... I swear to God, there are people like you. What? What's, what's his name again? Detroit Greg. Craig 313. Or Craig or Greg, whatever it is. Detroit it Greg. is people like you. Greg. Why this country is falling apart and why we have all these third world problems right now. Because of people like you. You idiot. He took three How line do I go lower than F minus on this one? My man took three linebackers in the fifth. Or in the first Why round. Why do I? I don't even care. I can't stop looking at two. But let's just get a corner like, at two. So he, I swear to God, whoever this is, they just. Are, they're out to get me. They're out to get me. They're out to piss me off, get my blood pressure going in the morning. I don't need this. I don't want to swear at you guys. I love each and every single one of you for joining us every single yeah, this morning. Yeah, this is this is an actual act of war. Right but this here. is this is a declaration of war on the morning war yeah, show. This is Expect nuclear retaliation <laughs> in the following hours. McDuffie. Whoever you are, I'm gonna find you. What's I'm going gonna, gonna to search your IP address, and we're going to find out where you live. What the hell is McDuffie even projected to go, like middle to first? Mcduffy's projected to go like anywhere from 14 to 18 or 20. <laughs> we're taking reach. him at two. 
You know what? I know who submitted this. Bob Quinn or Matt Millen submitted this. That's who submitted oh, this definitely. draft. That makes more sense. It was Bob Quinn. It was Bob Quinn or Matt Millen. Now, now I'm at peace. I mean, I like Mika McFadden at 175. I don't mind Romeo Dubes at 101. I can't believe we took back-to-back -back linebackers. A safety. I love it. Love Jaquan Brisker. It's taken everything in me not to find who find out who you are and kill you. I can't believe you took a corner at number two. Can I get the camera on me real quick? Whoever you are, I will find you and kill you. That's a threat, and I mean it. I'm going to find out who you are. And I'm going to throw away my whatever I have in my life to make sure people like you don't exist in this wow. country. If elected president. Slightly harsh. If elected president, the first person that would be killed under my presidency would be the man that submitted this mock draft. Under my dictatorship. It wouldn't be that. <laughs> he would the, be killed as well. What's her name from the, the Red Wings game last She's week? been pushed down. <laughs> ah, she's, Leah Hextall. She's been pushed down. <laughs> Leah Hextall has not fallen to number two. This is more egregious. Hey, she hasn't called any Wings right games lately. I don't. I like the McFadden pick. I like the Brisker pick. Everything else is ball sack. Wow. I've never seen a more incompetent, stupid mock draft in my life. That can't be real. You're trolling me. You did that. Fuck no, I didn't do that. I got mad Come at you, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, thank you I'm very actually much. so offended that you thought I did that. I'm trying to understand how this is even a possibility. How there is someone in the world that can think that You know way. what? Next week I'm going to make one, and I'm not going to tell you which one is mine. Ooh. And you're going to have to guess. It's going to be a game. And then you can publicly disgrace yeah. me. <laughs> Are you ever, to, I would own up to it if I made it. Are you ever going to give these good ratings? Um, like, you haven't gave a mock draft a good rating in, like, a while. Maybe, like, the first two you said, wow, good job, and now the other ones are... Well, yeah, I, F, I mean, they're submitting F, garbage. F. What do you want me to well, do? Well, yeah, uh... They're submitting garbage, Fish. Fish, taking a corner at two is an act of war right there. Like, that's... That is... That is bringing up unwarranted PTSD from all Lions fans. You, you, not only did you reach for a corner, you took him one spot higher than you took Jeff. Your dad like, probably what the hell do you react? What do you expect me to do? McDuffie at two. I can't even do the show anymore. <laughs> His so last name makes it even better. Just McDuffie. I can't believe what, what I've just... <laughs> McDuffie at two. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Anybody sending mock drafts, I swear to God, whoever takes a corner at two, we're n we can't be friends anymore. No. We can't. We can't. can't Before we go to break, I want to preview the next hour. From 9.15, we have YouTuber Mark Orm hey. joining the Morning Woodward Show. I'm excited to talk to Mark. We're going to discuss who the best fit and what the best fit is for Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield potentially signing his social media nice goodbye letter. to the city of Cleveland. See how that works out. Of course, we have to talk about DJ Chark and what it means for <laughs> Lions fans <laughs> and everybody at Ford Field. I'm getting really excited about that. But before we go fish, I have a question for you. Okay. What is... And I'm trying to be polite here. <laughs> Am I being too mean with these mock draft people? No. I want to ask Fish. He's, a, he's very... Uh, <laughs> You know, he's a very he's, even, fair individual. He's PC. Right? You know? He's not as crazy as I am. So, Fish, can you tell me, am I being a bit dramatic when I'm telling you that I want to kill these people? 
I mean, slightly. I mean, for you, maybe not. But, you know, maybe slightly harsh. But, you know. I don't know. I mean, for me, a little slightly harsh. I would have I given them critical feedback. Is that the right word? Critical feedback? But you just slander them and say, F you, your draft sucks. You don't, you don't give them ways to fix it. Other than saying, don't pick that player or that position. I don't know. It's a little harsh. Yeah, I don't think it's harsh. I think these people deserve to be eliminated. Sorry, Fish. Okay, like what if you were the coach and then and those mock drafts were the GM? I would, you wouldn't uh, just I would... slander them because all they have to do is, oh, you did that to me? Okay, fire you. You're gone, Adam. So you wouldn't like that. No, I, I would. The GM, if a GM actually did that, they deserve to be ran out of town that night. Wow. The second the second overall pick is selected, there should be a mob outside of Allen Park trying to barge into that room if McDuffie was ever taken number two overall. What a... We've... Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Eric Ebron, we've seen that. Yeah, but not a, not, it's at 10 fish. Like, it's kind of whatever. I don't know. My life is over. <laughs> My life is over. We got to take a quick break. When we get back... We're going to continue on with some fan mock drafts. Get your questions in the chat regarding any trade possibilities for the number two overall pick. Do you think the line should trade up, down, back? Doesn't matter. We'll get to that, though, right after the break. Maddie? Yes. Uh, before we go, we do need to hear about Gypsy Vodka. Gypsy Vodka, the premier, smoothest, and best-tasting vodka on the market. Michigan's Vodka, gluten-free. Check them out. They're locally owned and operated up in Petoskey, Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. Gypsy Vodka. Ask for the bottle by the name of Gypsy. And as always, please do drink responsibly. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little Chili Peppers, man. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello. Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Baseball, beer, babes, more beer. Opening day live from Brass Rail and Music Hall Amphitheater. With Woodward Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's tournament time, and we want to put a grant in your hand. Woodward Sports and Papa Romanos wants to see you win the $1,000 grand prize. Do you have the best bracket in Detroit? We're about to find out. It's the Woodward Sports Best Bracket Challenge. The grand prize winner wins $1,000. Second prize, a pair of Yeezys. And, of course, third place prize, Yeezys. And third place, a pizza party Ooh, from Papa Romano's. It's easy and free to enter. Just go to woodwardsports.com and fill out your best bracket today. Then keep track all tournament long to see if you have the best bracket in Detroit. You think you can beat me, Jeff, or Maddie in the bracket? Good you luck. Can't. Hell no. Good luck. You guys sending those mock drives? I don't think you have a goddamn chance. Stay out. Stay out. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We got hey, can I request something about brackets? I'm can, listening, Fish. Can we share our brackets on the show tomorrow, all of us? Yes. That is part of the show tomorrow. Everybody okay, cool. is, has to submit a bracket. Okay. You're ahead cool. of yourself right now, Fish. But I okay. like it. Okay. And I like the forward thinking. Okay. That's well, for tomorrow's show. I didn't know if we would do that or not. No, we are. Okay, cool. This is the biggest time of the year for college basketball. I know. Uh, can we, like, pick whose is whose? What do you mean, like, like, like guess? Like a blind? Oh. Well, you're going to know it's not you, right? So I guess it's not a fair... Yeah, yeah but, but the there's other, five of yeah, us. Yeah, the other, the other oh, four okay. don't. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's fine. All right, but nobody we'll can cheat, including you. All right. You're a cheater. I, I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you label it however the hell you want. <laughs> Watch, Adam's going to come in at the worst score. Oh, man. All right, let's get into this recent mock draft. It was just sent. <sighs> Alex, who's it from? Can I get a name? All right. Randy. 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 Randy, Randy traded back Young. to the 10th overall pick. Got Trayvon Walker. Got multiple, a second and a third, I believe. Or two seconds. Okay. So, Randy, I have a problem here. If you're the Jets GM, why are you trading all your second round picks that you can get cheap players for to move up in the draft eight spots when you're selecting at four and ten? I don't think this is even possible, but I'm going to entertain it. Trayvon Walker, home run. Lewis Sign, home run. Luis, uh, Leo Chanel, very good linebacker. Good prospect. But here's the problem. See, now you go wide receiver, Christian Harris again. So now you have two linebackers. That's a bit much. Yeah. Justin Ross, too much. Christian Watson, too much. I, that trade back doesn't make sense. It forces you to do things you shouldn't be doing. So your first three picks, I'm very happy with. After that, it gets pretty rough because Jahan Dotson at 36, or is it 30? Yeah, 36 or 38. I like it. I do not like the fact that you take Justin Ross and Christian Watson back-to-back. I don't like the fact that you take Christian Harris after taking Leo Chanel. I don't like the fact that you even take a wide receiver in the seventh round, God damn it! Yeah, the last two picks were, were combine picks, it seemed like. Those two yeah, I'm not a fan of the this. combine up. I'm, I'm truly not a fan of it. Too many wide receivers. I, I'll tell you guys what. If you want to submit them now, submit them without trading, please. Tr- send them without trading. We got I, another one on the board. Let's see what it is. 
I sent Alex one for from our guy Ruel. Oh, this is, is this, this is a trade back. Okay. So they trade with Minnesota. And again, I'm going to ask the question because I just don't think it makes sense. Why is Minnesota trading up to number two? They're Why jumping. is no? And that trade back for New York doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? Why would New York trade up? So I'm trying to think of it as the opposing GM. I'm not accepting this trade. I'm not giving you what a second and a third. Kick, kiss my butt. But let's go over the picks. And they went pretty much. David Ojabo, don't mind it, but that's a bit of a reach at 12. I'd rather have liked to seen Devin Lloyd. I mean, you got number 32. I'd rather see Jaquan Brisker. 34. You took a quarterback. I want to put a nine millimeter in my head. Second round, you got Christian Watson. Okay, I don't mind that, but, but like at Desmond. 44, it's a bit high. Desmond at 34. I think you could have gotten Watson at 66, given the current projections. Love Troy Anderson at 76, but goddammit, 10 picks before, you took another linebacker. And then he took another wide receiver after we just signed Khalif Raymond. This is a tough one for me. I'm not a fan of it. You, you really you botched the first round. You, you missed hard on the first <laughs> round. And everything after is, is decent. It's like a B-minus to a B after. But the first round is an F. Yeah. It gets an, a total F. And the only reason I'd also say this is you have three linebackers in this selection, and not only that, David Ajabo, like edge-slash-outside linebacker, you pretty much got four, like... Tr it's, it's too many linebackers, as much as I like it. But, I, I you know, I like Desmond Ritter. But, again, you might have reached a little bit for Christian Watson, but it's okay. That's why we do these. Keep doing them. I love it. I got no issue, but... Do we have another one? No, I think no. we're good. We're good on mm. the mock drafts. Thank you guys for submitting them. We do them every Wednesday. Thank you so much. Hump day. Hump day. I'll let you guys celebrate. St. Patrick's Day Eve. Is it St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, isn't it? Huh? Yes. It is. What are your plans for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, work and more Are you going to be able to work tomorrow? What do you mean? Am I going to be able to work tomorrow? I'm just talking about Friday being able to work, but yes, I'll be able to work tomorrow. All right, I'm just making sure. I mean, you're you're not going to wake up and have the uh, St. Gonna... Patrick's Day traditional drink. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. You'll I find out see. when I get here. I expect you to be drunk on the show tomorrow. <laughs> okay, say less. It's no. I'm being serious. It's an expectation. Do I have to drink alone? No. I know that's what you like to do, but I don't yeah, usually like. Different, to different problem. We don't need to go there. Talk to my therapist about that. Uh, we'll definitely be drinking tomorrow. It'll be a fun show. Same. Jeff, you have any plans for St. Patrick's Day? Well, uh, honestly, mine is just surviving. I, I went out last weekend for the St. Patty's before the, the St. Patty's He's Day. He's been hung over. Which, by the way, no, that is I the stupidest not, thing I, ever. I don't get hung over. I don't drink like that. But for some reason, I just feel like ass this whole week. So Can you know I what? say Hopefully, something? tomorrow will be my rest period. That, right? That's the dumbest thing ever. I get to do a parade on the weekend and all that because, you it's know. It's St. Practice Day. Sure, oh. but it's St. Patrick's hey. Day. Whether it's on a Sunday, a Saturday, or a Wednesday, Thursday, you're gonna get the same people drinking. It's just whether, an excuse Whatever to day drink. it's on, it doesn't do anything. It's not like you get more people on a Sunday than on a Tuesday. Well, they'll learn. They'll learn when they look at their watch at 5 p.m. on Friday and see, oh, zero people checked into my office today. <laughs> hey, listen, I, it was still it was a pack ride. Fish, yeah. Fish you getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day? No, I don't think I'm doing it. Mountain Dew, maybe. That's about it. You, you don't drink, do you? He's no. getting drunk on Will Mountain Will you ever Dew. go out for a drink with me? I'm not saying you I'm have to get drunk. I'm getting chocolate wasted. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm trying to get... I want to I want to take Fish out on a date. Would Why? you like to go out for a drink with me? <laughs> uh, possibly. If it was just with me and you, by ourselves, at a local bar... Me and you had a drink Possibly. Together. I don't know how well I trust you, but possibly. I mean, you, what do you mean? Possibly. You've known me for 12 months. <laughs> I haven't true. killed you yet. Yet. 
Keyword, yeah. Come on. I, have I ever put you in a situation that you weren't comfortable in? Not at this moment in time, but right, it could so very well go to the change. Bar. Let's have a drink. If you don't like it, we'll never do it again. I won't be drinking, but well, maybe like. No, I'm not do. taking you to a bar if you aren't drinking, buddy. <laughs> I want you to try your first drink with me. I will not be doing that. Why? That's not me. Fish, it would mean the world to me if you I, let me give you your first I, drink. I know that. But <laughs> know no, you're worth it. Find some, find someone else. I'll Manny, what's your rule? I'll, I'll pay you to have a drink with me. I, I don't need go money. Have a drink give give him, the money so. somewhere else. You wouldn't have a drink no, with me. No, I'm totally kidding. Fish, I don't have a drink with anyone. You get tipsy with him. Not Give the money much. to charity or something. Oh, that's yeah. okay. I, I'll be the charity, <laughs> Maddie. Honestly, I'll make a deal with you. You go out and have a drink with me. I'll donate a thousand dollars to a charity of your choice. Uh, that's nice of you, but no. Oh, <laughs> see, he just fish. You just bent over the charity without actually trying to bend over the charity. I, I think you. Do you know what you just did? Yeah, I do. You but can honestly I go to the bar. I see what he did there. He go to the bar, twist my leg, and pull me out. Fish, I'm just trying to get you to experience, you know, a different side of life. I, you can never do it again. Just go out and have a drink with I've, I've already seen a different side of life. I'm no, fine. you haven't. I have. All right, how about this? If we fly out to England to watch a Premier League game I will not together, drink. Nope. You would not drink nope. at the game, nope. you jackass. Nope. Try to pour my life. Fish, I'm done with you. We're done. I'm breaking up with you. We're done. Well, see you later. <laughs> That's sad. He said, Bobby. I offered to take him to freaking England. He still won't have a drink with me. Not drinking. No, you want to go go to England and go to the pubs and have a good old beer? No, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for me. He's staying true to himself, which is odd. It doesn't do anything. I love it. What am I supposed to do? Like say, you're a good twerk. I'm not telling you to do crystal meth with me. I'm just telling you to have a drink. Fish, you can go there, have a sip, and just be like, you know what? I don't like this. And you'll still probably get the thousand dollars for charity. Just go there and just have a little. You know what I mean? A little sippy Do what sip. you gotta do to get the thousand. Fish, you're not gonna get drunk. It's just literally a glass of beer. I know. I know Come where on. I'm... Nope. One. Nope. One. You could do like one of those tastings, so it's just like a taster glass. <laughs> Good luck. Come on. Nope. Um, are Come we on. gonna wear green on the show tomorrow? Yeah. I'm fine oh. with that. You can dress up however you want tomorrow. No dress code tomorrow. Are you wearing green? I feel like you're I'll gonna... I'll dress up as a leprechaun tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I feel like you're gonna say, "Let's wear green," then you're gonna wear that. No, I'll dress up as a leprechaun tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. If you have a drink with me. Ah, uh, good luck. If you have a drink. Come on, buddy. Come on. Nope. All right, fine. This is how what about, peer how pressure about looks like, about, everybody. Yeah, excuse me, guys. I'm, I'm having a side <laughs> conversation here. <laughs> oh man, come on, fish. One of these days, dude. Nope. It's better than the Tinder peer pressure, but still worse. It's a Tinder peer pressure? Yeah, it's still it's a worse. Whole story. It's I tried get worse. convincing Fish to download Tinder. I was going to make a Not profile. Not just you, everyone. Yeah, I was going to make a profile Whoa, for him. don't lump me into this. I had no well, idea. <laughs> the people know who they are who do it. Look, I think get it's it. a great idea, you know? For but, you? No, for you. Listen, Fish, sometimes you just got to put it out there. That's your opinion? That's not me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, fish, one of these days I'm gonna get you to go out with me. I'll go out with you, I just won't drink. One of these days we're gonna be friends. Today you know, not it's, that it's day. a custom in, in England and in America. You're not truly friends with somebody until you have a drink with them. So technically, me and Jeff aren't even friends. Well, then I'm not friends with anyone then. <laughs> He's just so like chill about <laughs> it. Dang it. I'm He's trying. I'll go. None of us are friends. I'll I go to the bar, I just won't drink. Oh, what's the point? It's like going no, to the strip club and wearing a blindfold. Well, yeah. It's counterproductive. That's not. You go to the bar to drink. 
You go to the strip club to watch people dance. <laughs> Depends I who mean, you are. You don't go to the not Depends necessarily what you're into. I don't not know. necessarily yeah. go to the bar to drink. You could also yes, have you a good do time go to not the bar drinking to drink and to watch the games and have a there good time go. and socialize. But drinking comes But with drinking that. is the core factor. Yeah. Well, not for me. God damn you, fish. That's okay. Well, all good fish. Fish, you know what? You're gonna kill me after show. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. When we get back. Our good friend Mark Oram will be joining us around 9.15-ish. I'm excited. We'll have him on shortly. But before we go, Maddie, Yes, speaking of drinking, this is a good addition to your drink. Jeff, please tell us about our friends at Cintron. Yes, well, Cintron, the best energy-flavored sparkling beverage you'll ever have. Honestly, it's in Detroit within Detroit and its official sponsor of the Red Wings who didn't have a great showing last night but also the Pistons in Little Caesars Arena so if you're looking for premium ingredients long-lasting energy balance hydration essential vitamins and great taste Cintron is your top choice buy online at CintronWorld.com use the promo code RedWings10 and save 10% with shipping included remember drink it live it with Cintron six dark corners a driveway and a patio five windows that could become doors Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm, smart right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT. Thank you, big shots. Oh, excuse me! Think you can make the big shots? Washington fires. Liquid hits. Sports wants to send you to the finals for college basketball April 2nd through the 4th in New Orleans. That's right. You and a friend in the Big Easy. We'll take care of the airfare, hotel, and tickets to see the finals for college basketball. Listen Monday through Friday to the Morning Woodward Show. Big D Energy. And the bottom line for your chance to qualify. If you can make the big shots, you and a friend are getting out of the cold in New Orleans. Keep listening and watching for your next chance to win. Powered by Planet Fitness, Cintron, and the Sports Marketing Agency. And it's over! Anything can happen in March! Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. We're so excited to have you on this St. Patrick's Day Eve. Guys, we got a special guest joining us here in a couple minutes. He's going to talk to us about the Lions. I'm excited. Mark is a good friend of the show. Mark is good somebody guy. I think we all enjoy talking to. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Uh, Alex, you let me know when Mark is ready and on the line. He is ready, actually. So let's get it started. Mark, good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. What's going on, guys? How hey, you doing? Mark. Finally, Hello. finally good to have Hello. you on. Good to hear from you. Guys, if you haven't already, give Mark Oram a follow on his YouTube channel and his Twitter Definitely a good listen. Somebody who really loves the Detroit Lions, I think, as much as all of you. Mark, I want to get this conversation going in the right direction. Let's first start off with the Lions re-signing. So what have you thought of the Tracy Walker deal, Charles Harris, Khalif Raymond, and Josh Reynolds? Do you think the team's going in the right direction? Are you happy with the moves Brad Holmes has made so far? Give me a grade and give me an opinion. Yeah, so far, you know, um, I'm pretty happy with this with the re-signings. Um, the Josh Reynolds signing, I think, was a must. Uh, it was a big-bodied wide receiver that Jared Goff has a 
lot of familiarity with going back from the LA Rams and uh, when when he came over from the Tennessee Titans when he asked to be traded and he got released and we picked him up through waivers um, I believe that uh, Jared Goff turned around his his season a little bit you know there were some things that happened with uh, Ben Johnson getting promoted to the uh, pass coordinator Dan Campbell taking over play calling Anthony Lynn getting demoted but I think Josh Reynolds was a nice nice re-signing and uh i believe the charles harris signing what was a must we don't we don't have a pass rush in detroit if you guys didn't really notice that so um i think that was a big get for the detroit lions i actually did think i did think that he was going to leave at one point but um i'm glad we got him for what we got him for because uh we need a pass rush and uh the khalif raymond signing i was a little bit i was a little bit um shocked about that one but he did have a career year. Um, he's a gadget player. He's, you know, he's a he's a special teams guy that, you know, that is very highly valued in uh, in the NFL. So, um, I guess he was a pretty good signing too. He was very cheap as well too. And uh, who else? Um, um, did I miss anybody? Uh, who else am I talking about here, bro? Um, a couple of the ones, Evan Brown. I mean, yeah, we don't we don't have to worry about the. Uh, I wouldn't say the low hanging fruit, but you know some yeah. of the guys. But I know Jeff does want to ask you about DJ Chark and your thoughts. So Jeff, go yeah. ahead. No, I, I wanted to ask you, Mark. Number one, thank you for joining us. But I want to ask you about DJ thank Chark. You. And um, now I was excited that we signed a guy like DJ mm -hmm. Chark because I said it fits the mold of what the Lions are looking for: big body receiver, you know, sub four yeah. four speed. I want to know your thoughts because I, I don't think I've ever asked you about this before. I'm fond of taking a wide receiver at 32, 34. I like one because you know DJ in a year, you don't know how it's going to go. He, he could be, he could walk and be gone, but it gives the Lions the advantage because they have the upper hand here with the one-year deal. Do you think this, the, the signing of DJ Chark, the re-signing of a Josh Reynolds, does it put any pressure on the Lions or maybe relieve some pressure not to take a wide receiver in the first three rounds? Or are you one of those guys who are like, you know what, if there's a playmaker there, take him. Yeah, like I'm one of those guys that if there's a playmaker there, take him for sure. Because if if you look at those contracts with the remaining wide receivers, you know you got Josh Reynolds on a two-year deal. You got you got Chark here on a one-year deal too, and Raymond same kind of deal. So if there's a guy at 32 that you really really covet, um, I think the Lions should go after somebody, and um, I think they will. Um, you know. There's going to be some guys on the bubble, and I like the Shark signing though. You know, six foot four, like you said, big bodied guy. He's long. He mm -hmm. can run. Um, he's going to open up the middle of the field for uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and T.J. Hawkinson, possibly Swift. So um, he just needs to stay. He just needs to stay healthy. He, he had a fantastic 2019. He's got the talent. So um, I think it's really going to help out Jared Goff. But if there's a guy there at 32, go grab somebody for sure. Good. I love it. Fair enough. Mark, I do want to move on to the number two overall pick. I don't believe yes. it's a pick that can be traded, <laughs> let alone if I'm a GM around the league that I'm trading up for. Even if I have a ton of needs, I just don't see the value in this year's draft, especially mainly at the quarterback position where you see teams jumping up 8, 9, 10, 11 spots. Your thoughts on what the Lions should do at number two, what they should do if Aiden, uh, Aiden Hutchinson is selected number one overall, and of course the final part to it, what they should do if they're not able to trade back. Yeah, like I kind of agree with you too, Adam, uh, 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 there with, um, I think the number two spot is going to be really hard to trade back from. Um, there's really a guy there that, um, there's some guys there that maybe some teams will trade up for. Uh, there's not a, 
uh, consensus one, two, or number three. So what I think they should do is the guy that I, it's a guy that I love. So I'm a little bit uh, uh, biased about this kid. I love Kevon Thibodeau. I really do. I think he's one of the most explosive pass rushers in this draft. I think the, the lazy narrative, I think, is a little bit overblown on him. Um, when you watch him on tape, uh, he's just he's in that offensive tackle or offensive guard wherever you line him up. He's in their lap in like second. Like he he, he is there before the guy is even ready to set up. And um, I just love his ability. I think he's I I compare him to a kind of a Von Miller, T.J. Watt type guy. And like I said earlier, we don't have a pass rush, and I think he's the best pass rusher in this draft for sure. Um, so actually, and that brings me to my next question. Um, so are you a hundred percent edge rusher or bust at number two? That is that your ideology? Cause we've had the conversation about the Kyle Hamiltons or even other guys like a Trayvon Walker. I know people have mentioned Malik Willis. So what is your thoughts at number two? Is it edge rusher or bust? Or is there maybe a little bit other options for the Lions, considering they can't trade down? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much set at edge there. Um, I'm okay. a big fan of Thibodeau, obviously, and I like Hutchinson, and it really seems like Jacksonville is going to pick Aiden. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that. Um, I do like a Kyle Hamilton. Um, I think he'd be nice, nicely paired up with uh, Tracy Walker. He's, he's, you know, he's a bit of a unicorn there, so I'd be okay with Hamilton at two, uh, you know, the positional value that everybody talks about, you know, the money, blah, 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 everybody, although you can't grab a safety there. You know what? This, this kid's a little special. He's a different type of safety. Um, so, but I am pretty set on edge, but Hamilton, I do kind of like as well. Yeah. Mark, in terms of Hamilton, I can't, I just can't do it with Hamilton. Yeah. He's a talented player. Nothing to take away from him as a prospect. I think he's going to be a very good football player in the NFL. I think he can do very good things for a football team, just not the Detroit Lions, given where they are at. If the Detroit Lions had a surefire edge rush, Kyle Hamilton would be the consensus pick. Nobody would even question it. But you don't have an edge rush. And a safety, let alone a corner, isn't going to do any good for you, no matter how talented they are. Dropping back into coverage for four, five, six, seven, eight seconds. It's just impossible. You need a consistent pass rush. And whether it's Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, I don't think that's the issue. But it has to be an edge rusher. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Hamilton move. Honestly, I'd, I'd question my life moving forward if, if Kyle Hamilton was selected <laughs> number two overall, to be honest with you, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I hear you for sure on that. Um... You know, you are, you hit the nail on the head that we don't have a pass rush, so we have to help out that secondary. And helping out the secondary, how do you do that? You you, you get a dominant pass rush. So it would be um, ideal to go get, you know, like a Thibodeau, um, a Trevon Walker. I think, you know, I have to look more into his his tape, actually, to tell you the truth. But he, he is a guy that, can, you know, that can kick it inside. He can play outside. And he's a perfect 4-3 defensive end, I think. So... And um, that's pretty much what we're moving to. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens for sure. 
And then I want to shift uh, maybe the focus over to the, the upcoming season, at least. I know it's far away, but it, in terms of expectations, because we talk about it all the time, I think it's fair to expect the Lions, at least this year, seven to nine games, you know, before you can really look at the Lions and say, okay, I'm, I'm bought into what you're building. I know a lot of people are already bought in, and, and fairly so. They've done a great job. But um, where are you at for expectations in terms of win total, in terms of maybe what you're looking to see out of guys like Jared Goff? Like, where are you at right now? Yeah, right now, you know, uh, we've, we look at the schedule, and I think it's the fifth easiest schedule right now for in the NFL for teams, and that's very rare that you see that for the Detroit Lions. But nothing is easy in Detroit, as you guys know. Um, <laughs> we just can't, you know, just rip off a bunch of wins. Uh, but right now, where I'm at, looking at the schedule, kind of, you know, I'd have to look at it again. Um, I'm going to say six, seven wins. That's where I'm at right now. Six, seven wins, you know, free agency isn't done yet. The draft has to still come. I still want to see that too as well, and then I can really gauge it there. Um, but with Jared Goff, I expect him to be much better. He, he, he needs to be much better if he wants to stick around in the city. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Jared Goff. Um, I actually hated the trade when it first happened. Um, and, then, and then he played really bad for the first half of the season. And then he turned it on at the last month, month and a half. Um, he played much better. There was a lot of circumstances that went on for, for that success, for him to do that. But he needs to be much better. And, and I think they're going to surround him with some guys this year. And uh, sky's the limit. Hopefully he can be better. Absolutely. Well, Mark, I can't thank you enough. It's an absolute pleasure you. to you know, actually meet you for the first time and Definitely. talk with you, not just in the chat. I've obviously yeah. always checked out your shows on YouTube. So uh, it's it's really nice to have you on the show. Would love to have you back anytime you're available to talk about the Lions. Thank you so much, Mark. Again, can't we all can't thank you enough for here from the Morning Woodward Show and Woodward Sports. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it, man. This was fun, man. This was a blast. I love appreciate it, again. Mark. We'll have a great again, day, man. Go have Lions. a great day. You too, guys. <laughs> thank you. Maddie. Yes, we do have to go to break. But before we go, can we please hear about Guardian Alarm? Yes, well, you heard him. You heard the man, Mark, talk about defense and how important it is. But how important is your defense at home? And that's Guardian Alarm because Guardian Alarm gets it. Good defense on and off the field helps you feel secure. And not only that, Guardian Alarm has state-of-the-art technology that helps you feel safe, all with 24-7 local monitoring. Guardian Alarm also has convenient features that let you check in on your home, control lights and temperatures, even detect smoke or carbon monoxide. It will even let you lock and unlock doors. Call 800-STAY-OUT stay today. Out. That's 800-STAY-OUT. Stay out, get away, You Leave. heard fish. Guardian Alarm has been trusted for over 90 years at keeping families you know, go safe. Go drink with someone else. Right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brandon Edwards here wanting to welcome the sports marketing agency to Woolworth Sports Network to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, the sports marketing agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. championships detroit fans were there 11 stanley cups detroit fans were there four world series wins detroit fans were there and uh, that one lions playoff win in 1991 yeah detroit fans were there woodward sports where the fans are 
absolutely delicious wings that you need to try and that's at wing snob wing snob they have the fresh they have the juicy and they have the hormone free chicken wing snob has the best traditional wings so you need to go try out their signature sauces jamaican jerk or lemon pepper their wings are tossed to perfection in any sauce you so choose when the wings are this good you're allowed to be a snob please order online now at wingsnob.com wing snob we just have better wings let's get into it baby we got Ooh, we got Deshaun Watson talk. We got to get to it. I mean, this guy is on the market. It looks like he's reaching out to teams. He just reached out to Atlanta. It sounds like Cleveland just flew out and talked with Deshaun Watson about possibly coming to Cleveland. What does that mean for Baker Mayfield? Jesus Christ. Here we are. I want to start with what the best fit for Deshaun Watson is before we get to the Baker talk. Because I'm going to have some fun with that. What team is the best for, for Deshaun Watson? And what's the team if they give up a lot, which they're going to have to do to get him, is capable of bringing him on board and delivering success right away? Well, the clear one is Carolina. I, I think Carolina, they've needed a quarterback. You saw their defense last year. It was, it was uh, made a lot of noise. And now they, you know, they had Sam Darnold, which to their disappointment, Sam Darnold wasn't what they expected. So they obviously want to go all in. Matt Rule knows his job's on the line. They need a quarterback, and Deshaun is that guy. Uh, but now, the different question would be, where do you see Deshaun fitting in the, the best? It, although it's a worse situation in terms of team, I think it's the Atlanta Falcons, no doubt. Um, I think Atlanta, he fits the best. And not only is he from Atlanta, but he has ties to the city. He was a ball boy as a kid for the Atlanta Falcons. He knows the Arthur, Arthur Blank and the Blank family. He's very familiar with them. Now, Will the Texans accept the trade from the from the Atlanta Falcons? Rumors are they have already accepted or they've looked at hard a lot of trades like from the Browns. But Deshaun Watson has the no trade clause. He can pick where he wants to go. So he does have the upper advantage. He doesn't have to play for a team he doesn't want to go to. So if I had to give best place to win right away, Adam, it's Carolina. But the best fit for Deshaun is his hometown Atlanta. No question about it. I that. would have said Carolina five days ago had Tom Brady not come out of retirement. Tom Brady's back in the NFC South. They're the division favorites. Even with Deshaun Watson, I don't think they can catch up to the Buccaneers. It's got to be Cleveland. And yes, they're in a very difficult division. But if, let's say, I trade Baker Mayfield, two future first-round picks. I'm walking into an outstanding run game, an outstanding offensive line. Just got Amari Cooper. That's progress already. It's an upgrade over uh, Houston, and he's taken them to the playoff multiple times. Do they need to address the wide receiver position? Yes, but they have the fortunate ability to be selecting in the top 15, top 18. So they will get somebody. So you expect them to draft an Olave, a Garrett Wilson, depending on who falls at the time in the draft. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have an ability to have Amari Cooper, a rookie wide receiver, solid tight end, good offensive line, good run game, and a good defense. Cleveland, I think, is the best destination for Deshaun Watson. But, God, it would be rough watching them play football i mean deshaun watson in those uniforms uh, uh. maybe that's why i didn't even bring him up honestly but again you're right i mean the team would be i think if you had to rank them it'd probably be cleveland with the best roster you have carolina and then you have atlanta but do you see i, I just something about atlanta just it just says to me it's deshaun watson like that not only is he from there but i feel like now he's more than certain he wants to go there now we'll see what the texans decide to do and what kind of trade package the atlanta falcons could cook up but 
there's already rumors that Deshaun Watson's talking to Allen Robinson, talking to Will Fuller, and trying to all reunite whatever team they go to. There's that uh, rumor going around as well. So it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Maybe if he goes to Atlanta, Allen comes over, you know, Will Fuller comes over. It'll be interesting. Okay, what does it mean for Baker Mayfield? And what do you think of Baker Mayfield's future, not only in Cleveland, but in the NFL? I think even without Deshaun Watson asking for a trade, he was out of there. there there's, there's obviously a... a fractured relationship between not only Baker and maybe the head coach Kevin O'Connell but more importantly their front office and Andrew Barry there's a problem there so with Baker Mayfield I don't know if it's a confidence issue clearly it's it's also healthy he hasn't been healthy but again like the amount of flack he's gotten and then you had the Odell thing with Odell's father like at this point they're over it and they Baker's gonna have a market for him let me say that but again the Browns know what their ceiling is with Baker they're recognizing it right in front of their eyes so they're bound to make a move you know what team I think should trade for Baker Mayfield? It should be the Houston Texans. Because they have Davis Mills, obviously. Rookie contract. Not worried about any financial hit. They can take the Baker contract. They're already in a full rebuild. True. So, yeah, they can keep Baker for the year. Let him go. They're going to suck with him anyways. Have another top five pick. Get the quarterback they want. And start building their team and their future. And they're likely going to fire Lovey Smith after the season anyways. So if I'm the GM, I mean, I don't like who he is. But regardless of the point, I'm, I'm ready to tank next year. And I'm trading Deshaun Watson for as many firsts as I can get from Cleveland. I'm taking their quarterback. And they're going to give me a first-round pick on top of everything just to take that quarterback from them. It's a great deal for Houston, in my opinion. And I also, I, I know Atlanta voided the extra three years on Matt Ryan's deal. So he has one year left on the deal. So if he were to be on the move, Matt Ryan, um, he would be whatever destination he's a part of for one year. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Texans decide to do. Do you get a veteran? Do you get Matt Ryan? Do you get all these other assets with it? Or do you trade with Cleveland? And maybe they have more uh, you know, attractive assets. But again, Deshaun has the no-trade clause. So he ultimately picks where he wants to go. And, and that's why, in my heart, I feel like Atlanta is going to be the destination. I really do. Atlanta's an interesting destination, right? They just lost Russell Gage, though. Well, they got no pass catchers. And you're not sure what's happening with Calvin Ridley. He's out for the year. Why in the hell would Deshaun Watson, even though he spoke to Atlanta and he reached out, mm -hmm. maybe it's the ties to the city. Maybe yeah. it's the lifestyle there, the casinos, the strip clubs. Man, I don't know. It's Atlantic City, baby. And I think also I get he knows he can attract, you know, if Deshaun goes to Atlanta, there's going to be pass catchers that go to Atlanta. You, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, sure, like, but... You know, he is youngish. He's still young. He, yeah. He's got six, seven, eight, nine years of prime Deshaun Watson football, maybe if he stays healthy and, and takes care of himself. So I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I think Atlanta is, a, is not an immediate win situation. But I think by the end of this upcoming season, going into the offseason, they may be the division favorites given Tom Brady likely retires. Mm -hmm. And you're not sure what's happening with Carolina. You're not sure what's happening in New Orleans. Right. That could be the move, just not contenders right away. And if I'm thinking of who do I want to play against six times a year, I'd rather play the NFC South than the AFC North right now. I think that's pretty clear. No doubt fair? about it. Yeah, absolutely fair. All right, last question I have for you before we move on off the Deshaun Watson conversation. i got to bring up the Lions. If you're Brad Holmes, are you making that call? And are you finding out what it'll take? And what would it take for you to say yes to that deal? Or are you just off limits on Deshaun Watson? At this point, I think I'm off limits. And for that reason, in the beginning, I wanted Brad to at least make the phone call. I think that was what everybody would like. You at least try and make a phone call. But again, guys, like 
Deshaun picks the destination. I know Houston can accept the trade, but the trade doesn't get finalized till Deshaun proved it. Uh, Deshaun approves it. So I, I kind of lost hope in that area. I don't think Deshaun's coming to Detroit. I really don't. Although getting a guy like that would make us have probably the best quarterback in the division right away. Just not realistic. I, I think he goes to a, a destination he's familiar with. He's not going to come to the Detroit to win you know ten, nine, ten games this year at least, and. He has no ties to Detroit. He's not like he'd rather go to Carolina. He went to Clemson in Carolina. He went to he was from Georgia in Atlanta. So still, guys, like there's there's other ties he has than just the Lions. So realistically, no, I I don't see it anymore. But I'd appreciate it if you made a phone call. At least you tried. But three first round picks and a player, and, and maybe Jared Goff. I'm good with that, man. That's I can't pay for him. I know I, someone's saying offer Rams not offer number two in both Rams picks. Oh, I know, but that's tough. Even though I like Deshaun a whole lot. It really is. It's tough to sell. If you lose three first-round picks, probably, and a good player. Um, Sorry to I think, you, one, you make the call. You make the call. Yeah, we agree on that. I think there is a trade scenario that the Lions make the move. I do. I know you said off-limits. Maybe not. All right, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this. I think where they're at in this rebuild, it would be quite the move to J make. Jump starter. But it's Deshaun Watson. It is Deshaun Watson. And if I'm Brad Holmes, I'm calling Houston saying, how do I know he's not going to get into another legal situation? How many games is he going to be suspended? All right, Houston, I'm not giving you this year's second-round pick. But I'll give you... Do you I'm assuming you're going to have to give up both first-round picks yeah. this year, minimum. On top of that, do I want to give you our first-round pick next year? No, I'll give you Los Angeles's. And maybe that's it. And I'll throw you Jared Goff, but then you take... Well, it's too late now. I believe today's the 16th and Goff's signing bonus yeah, kicks in, in so it's too late now. So this conversation actually is now null and void. It's irrelevant. <laughs> you already paid Jared Goff. That's already counting towards your cap. But look, the, the cap hit is the problem now. As of yesterday, I think you should have called. And if there wasn't any movement, all right, fine, move on. But I think... A guy like Deshaun Watson, look, at the end of the day, we all agree Jared Goff is a bridge quarterback. He's a guy that will win you football games. He can win you 9, 10, 11 football games with a damn good team and a damn good coach. He's already proven that. But he's not the guy you build your franchise around. You don't believe me? The team that drafted him gave you two first-round picks for him. And him. Just to take him. On top of a third-round pick. And they took your quarterback that you did nothing with for 12 years, but that's not Bob, uh, not Bob, excuse me, Brad Holmes and Brett Dan Campbell's fault. I'm going to leave them out of it. But you had him for 12 years, and he did nothing. He leaves you for one year. They won a Super Bowl with him. You get my point? You need the franchise guy. You don't have one in the building right now. Eventually, Brad Holmes will have to address that. Now, does he do it this year with Malik Willis at two? I hope not. I don't think that's the correct move. I don't think it aligns with their current rebuilding strategy and why am i paying seven million dollars for a rookie quarterback to sit on the bench for one year when the most valuable thing in the nfl is the rookie contract and getting them to come in and play and be successful like justin herbert like patrick mahomes even though he did sit for a year it's a little different but he wasn't a top what top five pick he was selected number 10 i believe yeah but Again, if they do take Malik Willis, I have to say, all right, fine. I'm on board. But now you're on the clock. So you have this year to figure out the team. No problem. 
But he better be starting next year. Jared Goff does not start the 2023 football season. And on top of that, you better start winning football games. Because if you don't, well, I'm going to be asking questions. And everybody and their mother is going to be asking questions. That's what you sign up for the second you take Malik Willis with Jared Goff locked up for another two years. That's what you sign yourself up for. Lines go 1-5 and five with Goff, then start Willis the rest of the season. Yeah, that could totally happen. That really could totally happen. I have, uh, I have no issue with it. I honestly think Deshaun Watson will come to Detroit. That's from Edified Voyage in the chat. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know about that. Not anymore. Not after today. Not after today. No. The signing bonus kicked in for golf. I just, it's not a thing yet. Guys, let's build the team. You got to build this team. Get Absolutely. edge rushers. Get a linebacker. Get some secondary help. Get another wide receiver. Build this football team so when you do make the decision to take a quarterback, you have everything around him to ensure he will be successful. Even that, you, that is the strategy. Yeah, despite giving up pieces, possibly. Yes. You still have depth. Right now, it's hard. It's real hard. Even though I love Deshaun, but come on. It's, just, it's not realistic at this point. All right, guys. Well, we do have to go to break. When we come back, we're going to hear uh, a song that Adam's had stuck in his head for the past 24 Killing hours. Me here. But before we go, we do need to hear about our friends at Lady Jane's. Yes. Well, as you guys know, we broadcast this show live from the headquarters of Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men in Birmingham. So I would like to say it is definitely awesome to get my haircut, get off the air, get myself looking good by one of their talented stylists. And that's why I highly recommend you get to a Lady Jane's too. So Go to Lady Jane's, open 10 to 8, 7 days a week. You can walk in anytime, relax, watch your favorite team play like I'm doing right now in the background. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. So get to Lady Jane's, open 10 to 8, 7 days a week, walk in anytime. Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. <laughs> Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. America Park, sunshine, the crack of the bat, more sunshine, warmth, we're almost there Detroit, summer 2022 will be the summer of Woodward Sports, we just gotta make it through this damn cold first. It is March. March Madness is upon us, and Woodward Sports wants to send you to New Orleans to see the college basketball finals. Make sure you're listening Monday through Friday to the Morning Woodward Show, Afternoons with Big D Energy, and Drive Time with the Bottom Line. If you want more chances to qualify, make sure you're following Woodward Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and head to woodwardsports.com. We're covering airfare, hotel tickets, and tickets to the game. They're all included on these qualifiers. So today's qualifier is whoever gives Adam the first compliment in the chat. Aww. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I want insult. I'm feeling insults this morning. Honestly, okay, I'm feeling so myself. the worst insult? Whoever, the worst insult you can, can throw at me. actually offend and Adam. I get to pick. Okay, You have sure. to actually offend me. Sure. Go for you it. You got it. Bet. Look Wait, at this. That's near impossible. Make fun of it. Do that's what you got to do. Do you can you Photoshop my face, put a giraffe's head on it. I don't care what you do. All that's right. near impossible. How do you offend this. you? Like, that's near impossible. Yeah, it's hard to it's yeah. hard to offend me. But, you know, I'm going to give the person who I think has the like, best I can guess. say some of the worst stuff and you'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, because I don't on. care what people think of me. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't care. 
That's so like, how are you going to pick my... someone if nothing will offend you? Yeah, people, uh, Adam's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Offended immediately. That, so far, so far, that's a good one. <laughs> so far, that's a good one. I want, I want insults. I don't want compliments. Oh Anyways, I want insults. Baby shark doo 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 baby shark doo doo baby shark doo doo This song has been stuck in my head since yesterday. We signed DJ Shark, and my question to everybody this morning is how often should the Detroit Lions play the song Baby Shark at Ford Field every time DJ Shark either catches a pass, a touchdown, a first down, whatever it may be, hell, even when he steps onto the field. First down and a touchdown. So Funky wants you to stop wearing my clothes. All right, Funky. Isn't Funky already qualified? I don't know. Probably. Funky, are you qualified already? <laughs> I'll look. I need to know. That was a good one. That was good. That was, a that was good good pretty one. damn good. Adam doesn't know how to draft. <laughs> That's a good one. The beard looks like the danger, uh, like the danger Aaron from Jackass too, with the beard. <laughs> Spe- speaking of uh, Adam, people. I would draft oh, Adam. Oh. I would draft four straight cornerbacks if I was the Lions GM. <laughs> All right, you guys are getting creative. I like I like where this is going. Adam this is Nav. If you didn't make it in music, you know who Nav is. No, who's Nav? Look him up. Look him up. Nav. Uh, yeah, Nav. Look him up. There's Nav on your on your uh, Nav. Look it up. I got I got to give like a visual. I look like that. Apparently <laughs> to this guy. Yeah, I don't know what this looks like. I mean, he looks like a. He said you look like Nav if you didn't make it. <laughs> if I. Does he have all the chains on? I mean, stuff? he's pretty ugly, so <laughs> that is definitely an insult. Yeah, that's and a I'm reach. Not, look, I, come up here, Maddie. That's a reach. Look, I, look, I am fully aware. I am not a guy that's gonna be covering for Playboy, but I do not. I do not look like this. I do not look like this. Who who put that in the chat? At least have better hair. Who put that in the chat? Oh, uh, Lajan. I don't know. L a g a n. I don't see him. L a j a n. It's a. Um, Right under where they made fun of you wearing Maddie's clothes. All right, I'm looking for it. I'm, uh, Ola Jean, we need to challenge Goff. All right, all right, Ola Jean. Fish, could you tell him who to email and where to email at? And I, information he needs to give, please. I love March Madness 2022 at gmail.com. Pretty simple. I love March Madness 2022 at gmail.com. Submit your first name, last name, your phone number, information, and Fish will get you qualified and taken care of. All right, we can stop the insults. The contest is over. All right. Can I just one minute on insults? Oh, are are we doing a mean comments on you? We should eventually. Okay. We should eventually. Okay. Eventually, I will put together a mean tweets video because every day I receive hundreds of mean tweets from people. And can it it be unfiltered? It will be unfiltered. You will hear me uh, saying exactly what they say. Good. But I'm going to take the Nav as the winner today. That is definitely an insult because uh, I truly believe one. I don't look anything like him, but he is a pretty ugly guy. There yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that does not look like you at all. I don't know. But, uh, the, it was such a good comment, though. I yeah, had to award I mean, the that. Beard, that was the such beard, a great comment. The beard's probably the only one. I like Nav, so uh, you know what? I don't even know who he is. You probably, you probably won't. You'll probably be like, what the hell is this? What, am I too old for yeah. you now? No, it just... It's just kind of weird music, I'm going to be honest. All it's, right, so you're into some weird stuff. It's like rap, but... Does that translate? You got, now I want to listen. Is it, does is that it translate to the rap? bedroom? Depends how freaky. I mean, you can listen to some... I'm nav. asking you. Don't it, it look might. at me. Hey, it might. I God. would say yes. You can listen to some now. God damn it. You can listen to some anything, honestly. All right, Jeff is the Kim... Wait, what? Oh, Jeff boy. is the Jim Caldwell of sport... Of sports entertainment. Now it's just insult. So now everyone. we're just insulting yeah. everybody. Yeah. Insult- Sorry, Jeff. Insult the morning show. Hey, Sorry, Jeff. Caldwell, I tried so. to keep it where, 
Why is Adam <laughs> giving the bird to people? You had that on camera? Oh, did you? Yeah. By the way, just full context, by the way, oh, I was boy. giving the bird to Maddie. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> she was walking by and I was flicking her. Yeah, I didn't know I was on camera. Yeah, I thought you had Alex on the switch I was going back and forth. Oh, God dang it, Alex. Come on, man. All right, whatever. It's not I, my was, fault. I was giving Maddie the middle finger just for full context this morning. Sorry, everybody. Uh oh, cancel that. Sorry, you have to see that. Oh, well. I, actually, I'm not sorry. I don't give a crap. All right, let's finish this up. We got to go to mailbag in four minutes. But how often should Baby Shark be played during the football season never. for DJ? What do you mean, never? Shut down. the hell up. That song. Every first down and touchdown. I'm Fish my, recommended. I'm going to shoot, shoot my brains. Uh, Fish recommended every first down and touchdown. And that'll work. Every first down and touchdown. Well, it. Every I think touch, that's fair. Every well, yeah, touch, he'll probably get a I mean, I don't know. He'll probably get every one touchdown will work because after the extra point, the Lions do their uh, fight song. I love it. So touchdown, you the he shark. He scores a touchdown instead of the, the crowd the going crazy. One. They're all singing Baby Shark. Everybody's on the... I, I need the camera right now, Alex. I have a great proposition Wait. for everybody. Listen, this football season, Ford Field, hear me out. Baby Shark, get it on the playlist. Every time DJ Shark gets a first down and a touchdown. We're soft as a blanket. Shut up. You're going to play that song. He gets in the end zone. Crowd goes crazy. They're no longer screaming. They're yeah. all singing Baby Shark, baby. Yep, and then Extra Point goes up and the Lions do their fight song. Extra Point is good. You get the Lions fight song. I like CT Squid. He says that man won't resign on that alone. Blue and Silver Wave. I agree with him. I think DJ, he hears Baby Shark all season. He's probably... If Wasim was here 10 minutes ago, he would have won the contest. Adam's the kind of guy that puts head covers on his irons. That is a major insult. That is a major insult, Wasim. You would have won. You use that comment maybe tomorrow. You know what? Wasim, email I love March, March Madness, Madness 2022, 2022 at gmail.com. You win yeah. too. That's just too good of an insult. You're qualified to enter the contest as well. Adam is the uncle that always brings up sports at the family barbecue. Hey, hey, hey. What's wrong with that? That's not a bad thing. What's wrong? That's a compliment. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Adam, at the beginning of the game, when the team comes out of the tunnel, play Baby Shark and have him lead the team out. No. Funky, I believe they I like become that. the scariest team in the NFL. <laughs> if they run out to Baby Shark, I would lose all respect for the football team. It's like the 49ers. I think for, for first downs and touchdowns, I'm on board with it. I think that'd be funny you, as hell. Did you see the 49ers walk out to the Cowboys game to, like, Kodak? They let, listen and they walked out to, like, the rap music just blaring on the speaker and all the yeah, 49ers. Yeah, it's, it's rap music. No, I imagine, think it's cool. Imagine, like, they got the 49ers. They're effing hungry. They're coming out to the this whatever, Kodak Black. And then you got the lions running out, skipping along to Baby Shark. And mind you, that's only when he—that's only when he gets the first down, right? Not when the team. Okay, hold up. Adam, that's when he gets the first when down, right? Not the team. Down, okay, yes. not every first down. Well, yeah, other teams have when things DJ they do when Char they get a first catches down. Catches a so. first down and yeah. a touchdown pass. Yeah, perfectly fine. We run Baby Shark throughout. Do, 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 do. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a great concept. Let's go to break. When we get back, everybody get all of your questions in the chat. You're mailbag time coming up in a little bit. Insults. Absolutely. Coming up in a little bit, mailbag. Get your questions ready. But before we go, I got to tell you about my bookie. March Madness starts Thursday. The official tournament. Let's go. Round to 64. Get your brackets in. Get your picks in. Do it all at my bookie. Use code Woodward. Dollar for dollar match. You put in $100, they'll match you with $100. But from anywhere, anytime, using my bookie. And they'll match your first deposit 100%. Guys, dollar for dollar, up to $1,000. If you have a gambling problem, please call the Gambling Problem Hotline at 1-800-270-7117. Hi, I'm Kay Cunningham. Working with Hall Financial to purchase my first home was easier than I could have ever imagined. 
They treated me like family from start to finish. Find out for yourself at callhallfirst.com. March 21st, 9 a.m. Woodward Sports is bringing a Detroit legend to the Detroit sports atmosphere. You don't want to miss this historic moment. Make sure you're listening to the Morning Woodward Show Monday morning to find out who. All right. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show. Mailbag time. Let's get your questions in the chat. Excuse me, in the chat. Should we go after Miles Jack is the first question. Jeff, I'll let you answer. Yes, absolutely. Now, can they afford him realistically? I don't know. But I think Miles Jack, he led the Jags in total tackles the last two seasons. That's a guidelines need. I mean, they can use a Miles Jack. Now, can DJ Chark recruit him? Can he sign for you know, a respectable contract? Don't know what he's asking for. But again, like a guy that... You know, I've always liked Miles Jack, especially coming out of college, but a guy that's led the Jacksonville Jaguars in tackles the last two seasons. He's productive. I love it. And, and we'll see if the Lions can get it done. But, again, he might be trying to go to a contender. I don't know. I don't know what Miles Jack values, but if he wants to come over to Detroit, I am more than happy to welcome him. I'll have no problem with it, Adam. Um, what other questions uh, do we have? Did you purposely skip all of the comments? It's tough to get to all of them, Mitch. Come on, be fair. Question, why does Adam swear so much and insult everyone? Did he not get hugged enough as a kid? I was actually <laughs> yeah, a the very the swearing I get and appreciated the... child. This is just my personality. Oh, okay. It really is. I mean, this okay. is just how I am. This is how I talk to people. You don't like it. Screw yourself and leave. I am who I am. Stay I, out. I, I am who I am and... Unless it gets to a point where I'm hurting people's feelings, well, then maybe no, I'll consider don't change. stopping. But. Which he does not do. He's, he's yeah, good. So well, people need to get over uh, I mean, sensitive asses. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah, Who is more do. likely to lose in round one, Michigan or Michigan State? Uh, I believe it's definitely Michigan. State. Davison is scary. Yeah, sneaky. We'll see him, honestly, yeah, Davison, it's a tough matchup. I'd go with State, but what's to stop me from saying Michigan aren't just going to implode on themselves? So I right. think both are very capable. Jeff? Yeah, I think Davidson's shooting like 40% as a team from three points. So offensively, they're going to show up. So it just depends. Can State stop them, especially from behind the arc? It's going to be it's going to be interesting. And even if they beat Davidson, you got Duke. So tough road ahead for, for Michigan State. Um, what else we got? I know there's a question up here that I wanted to answer or get to. Let's say Watson somehow ends up in Detroit. Should we be talking playoffs this upcoming year? If Deshaun were to land in Detroit, would playoffs be immediate in, uh, expectation this season? Depends what you give up, right? Because if you're giving up two first-round picks this year and another next year, you're losing out on a first-round talent. This year, you're not picking till 34. Likely, you get an edge rusher at 34. It's not the prized one you want, but you can still get a decent one. Then at 66, you're grabbing maybe maybe a Mechie, a Watson, if you want to reach there. Mm -hmm. Or do you go safety? Or do you go safety at 34 and then an edge at 66? It puts them in a difficult spot. I would say they would be closer to being Super Bowl contenders if they traded for Deshaun Watson, but I don't think year one is the expectation for the playoffs, even with the schedule, given the talent I'm expecting to join this roster will no longer be there, at least two starters, given what they're going to have to give up. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, it's extremely fair to say. I agree with you. Adam, would you take an edible with Jeff and Fish and let Fish be the DJ for the whole night? I'm not taking an edible, no. Fish as a DJ. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. I don't care, Fish. We'll force you. Well, then I'll leave. I'll stay out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, what other questions do we have Who's in the chat? Number, news number one on your board for Tigers that are that is still a free agent. I don't have one on the board. Yeah, at, I, at this I point, really it's don't. hard. It's hard. I'm not going after Correa. They're, I don't think they're going to spend the money. I, I love I love the bats right now. I love what the lineup looks like. I'm really excited for the Detroit Tigers. I think they contend for the pennant, or excuse me, the central. Yep. And if they're able to go out and get one pitcher, I'm feeling a lot better, but I don't think it's a must. Can Casey Mize take that next step? And who's getting called up that's going to deliver this year? Absolutely. You signed Rodriguez as a relief pitcher. All right, here we go. We have depth. Let's see where the starting pitching takes you. Throughout the season, I think the bats are going to be extremely productive this year. Absolutely. I have, I have very, very high expectations for the two rookie bats coming up. And for this question, I just wanted to address quickly, is Cade hurt? Why didn't he play last night? Load management? No, it is not load management. It was a non-COVID-related illness. And from the Pistons' point of view, why play Cade when he's not feeling good against a Miami, team, a Miami Heat team that you don't expect to beat? So... Um, maybe he'll play against Orlando. Maybe he doesn't. I don't have an issue either way. Um, but yes, non-COVID or COVID illness he was sick with. Is it great to be a Detroit, Spans, Detroit sports fan all around? I mean, it's, it's a journey. There's a lot of ups and downs. A lot of in, maybe mostly downs, but a lot of ups. I uh, do want to readdress <laughs> the the Brad Holmes statement at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I, I sat up here and I said Brad Holmes is already the most competent and successful GM in franchise history, and that's sad. Mm -hmm. That's not. I'm not excited when I say that. No, that is sad. But it also shows it has light. There's light at the end of the tunnel to that statement. You're confident in Brad Holmes right now. You like the direction you're going in currently with Brad Holmes, and I think that is a recipe for success. Now, is the head coach the guy? Do you have the quarterback? Look, these are questions that will be answered down the road. But one of the most important things you can do is be on board as a unit with what's going on. And I think right now they're, they're a home run at the front office level. I have no issue I like with this question all. by Rasim. You can answer this as well. Number one pick as the Pistons general manager, if you don't get it right, you lose your left arm. Who are you taking in the draft this year? Well, Rasim, uh, I'm taking Jabari Smith because that's probably the guy I would look at as the highest floor. So a guy that if he doesn't hit his, his potential, you'll have a very, very solid NBA player. So give me Jabari Smith. Um, I like Chet, but if you're saying i got to cut my damn arm off if I'm wrong, Give me Jamari Smith. I'm putting the house money on Yeah, him. I'm putting my money on Chet. I think Chet is different. Yeah. Now, it could totally be a bust. Everybody has bust potential. But yeah, right. Chet offers something so unique, so dynamic. I would argue the safer pick, you're right, is Jabari Smith. I like how you said that at the end. But Chet offers something I, we just haven't seen since Kevin Durant. And it's in its own unique and different way. Right. And it's, it's tough for me to look at that guy at number one and say, I'm passing on him. Really difficult. Mm-hmm. All right, we can get a few more questions in, Adam. How do you feel about your weight? Wait, no, excuse me. How do you feel about, how do you feel now? I, I, the chat is going way too fast. I can't even catch the questions now. God dang it. Mitch, where is it? Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. Adam, how do you feel now that your weight is approaching Matt Patricia's size? I don't feel good at all, but I feel. So, I still think I'm like 150 pounds no, away you're not, from him. You're, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm, it's because the vest. I'm a buck 90, all right? I'm, I'm 190. You got your puff vest I don't. On. I don't think I'm anywhere near the 280, 290 mark where I have to be concerned, you know? I'm in the gym, working on my health. Planet I'm doing, Fitness. Doing okay. 
I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Doing okay. That's not a question, Spencer. That's not a question. Should Darren McCarty Uh-oh. coach the Red Wings? <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. That'd be funny as hell. Uh, I don't think Darren would want to. I'm not sure you'd have to ask Darren that question, but uh, that would be cool. But I think Fedorov and there, there are candidates out there I'm looking forward to the Red Wings hiring and pursuing. All right, let's see. What else do we get here? Would you want a smaller speed wideout or a big body guy wideout? In the draft after after the Chark signing, I'm going to go smaller speed wide out. So a Jahan Dotson makes sense to me now, yeah. Because I do have Chark, I have that flexibility, and Reynolds kind of fits that mold. St. Brown for sure. Adding one more, I don't think hurts you, but the Lions are going to have options. They're going to have comfort knowing they don't have to force the, or press the issue on drafting a wide receiver at any point in the draft. I love it. I love it. I love it. Is Matt Patricia a diet on a diet? I don't know, but he's in New England, so I'm not sure what the hell is going on. <laughs> Let's end the show there, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate every single one of you. Maddie, I know you left. God bless. Jeff, thank you so much. Alex thank and you. Fish, as always, thank you so much oh, for what you do here you. at Woodward Sports. Love and appreciate all of you. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Woodward Sports channel before you head out this morning. We'll see you at 11 a.m. Big D Energy. And, of course, Jeff and I will see you tomorrow. 8 a.m. sharp. Don't miss it. Don't. Morning, Woodward Show. Madness. We'll see you tomorrow.